Melsifer's dark work is interrupted when Hannibal brings news of more zombies being murdered in the woods. Melsifer decides to investigate this heinous crime. He finds a human sentry who is promptly slain with his skeletal archers. Then Melsifer continues with his hunt. He finds more intruders who lead him to a camp of enemies. They quickly vanish into the wood. A frustrated Melsifer returns to Winter's Reach for reinforcements to punish these brazen trespassers. While he gathers up his horde, the town is attacked. Fortunately, the hedge guard surprises the attackers and gives Melsifer the time he needs to ready his defence. The enemy company, thinking they have the upper hand, is overconfident, and soon they are overrun by brave winter soldiers. Afterward, as Melsifer is recruiting his new soldiers, he spots a figure observing the butchery. He approaches the figure who flees, leading Melsifer to another enemy company, ready for the attack. Melsifer flees into the night and rallies his troops, including the wandering zombies. The night is tense, but there is no attack that evening. Further investigation reveals the enemy has fled, giving Melsifer time to finish his recruiting, which includes skeletal horses. He also checks on Lilith and finds she is working on various abominations, a boar with a crocodile head being her current focus. Then he instates a new rule that meat is only allowed to be eaten if it has been properly prepared via dark ritual sacrifice. After raising an army, he takes his shade pine spur to see what he can learn. About three hundred men are stationed there, and Sheriff Freddy is being held in the basement, but keeping stum. He returns to Winter's Reach and plans the next step of the liberation of Gade Isle. When will Mousifer march on Pine Spur? What abomination will Lilith brew up next? Will Freddy be saved? Let's find out now on Dicing with Death. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Good morning, Neil. Good, good morning. morning, good afternoon, good evening, fine viewers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How um, has the week been to you, Ryan? Uh, good. Good. Nice, uh, chilly start to a uh, full spring, as mm-hmm. you called it last week. Mm-hmm. We got one more flurious snow today. So uh, is it still coming down? No, no, it okay. stopped and melted. I think I don't know if there's uh, any more precipitation expected, but uh, mm. that is enough for the weather report. Unless you are prepared <laughs> to flip around deer cam and tell us how uh, life is in uh, Boulder, Colorado. Well, let me just flip on the nature cam and show you nothing because the, the, exposure the, the is way too Rocky high. Rocky Mountain wildlife. I think I saw a car drive past. Hold on, hold on. I can I can fix this. I can make this happen, guys. No, I can I'll, actually show. You. No, we're doing it I'll now, Ryan. Praise the light that envelops us all. I'm I'm up. I'm going to change the exposure In other settings. Words, the winter gods. 
they they come to expect oh. overexposed cameras and uh oh oh, oh, oh what's focus. that huh autofocus autofocus I, I turned to turn it off there we go that's as that's good as it gets you know that's a that's a subaru <laughs> That's all I got. I got snow and Subarus, lots of Subarus. <laughs> uh, how do I change my camera back? It's Boulder, Colorado. There's a lot. <laughs> Everything's a Subaru or an Outback somewhere. Yeah. Meanwhile, in Winter's Reach, unless we have any more witty banter, to uh, we're already we're already 20 minutes late. Or uh, as you YouTube viewers and Twitch VOD viewers think, right on time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Let's see. I don't think there's any other reports to update anyone with, but we should talk about the Necromancer class because I've been making updates to it, as we discussed in the pre-show. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know how many of these updates we want to fold into the game because some of them change how your existing abilities work. And if we want yeah. to just keep plotting ahead with how they've been written thus far, that makes a lot of sense. And we can just keep doing that. Or if we yeah. want to try and like restructure it, we can do that too. But there, there are a lot of hefty changes that have come up. Yeah. Thoughts? Um, yeah, I think plowing ahead with the... Uh, like, we, we need to... We need to raise some skeletal mages and uh, mm -hmm. lieutenants for this horde up here, mm -hmm. right? So we, we don't want. I want to make sure we get to some of that uh, end game content. Okay. Um, and we can, yeah. So yeah, we don't. I mean, I don't know if you want to summarize your thoughts with changing the lower level stuff. I, I mean, I think it all looks more or less compatible with what we've done. Like yeah. in high, like had you know, if we were level going back, yeah. Anyways. But it's not like there's any new low-level powers. I think you mostly just rearrange uh, them. There is. I did see the uh, ghouls and phantoms. Oh, ghoul, I'm high on level. Oh, ghouls level level three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we may throw some ghouls into the mix. It looked mm -hmm. like you added the ability to like animate skeletal objects. What did you call them? Uh, skeleton yeah, objects. Ob skeletal skeleton object. objects. Skeletal objects. Yeah, it's so less. I may um... make some of those. I mean, so I may go back and pull out some of those. Sure. It's less like animating uh, something as it is like constructing things with the same mm -hmm. magic that you like animate a, a skeleton with but instead of like making it a walking talking skeleton you just like yeah. can stack things on it and it's like bone. legos yeah build your own bone golems yeah exactly so i was thinking of it as like a, a tool for small bridges or for building oh. a thing unless like a, a construct okay not animated monstrosities then. no no like static things built out of bones so you could build a like wall of bones or a throne of bones or, or a, a bone ladder or a bone bridge or a whatever okay yeah. i gotcha okay i probably won't need that but who knows maybe i'll make a throne of bones if i've got mm -hmm. some extra flying around yeah. i did like the phantom instead of the or is that instead of anything or is that just new that is new that is on top it's of a new level one ability yeah I'll make, if i have a spare soul or whatever or not soul a sacrifice mm -hmm. lying around we, we can make some phantoms around the house mm -hmm. yeah and i think i also added a specter in addition to the shade oh, okay that's I, I couldn't remember what it was called and so there's both the shade which we've seen and a specter right is a specter what level ability is that it's, uh, it's four, four. So it's less shades powerful are, than a shade shades have been moved to level five everything mm -hmm. all the 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 
undead have been moved around at what level you get them, but I think you're at the point where you still get everything. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't have anything that's been removed, but you've had things that have like changed that have gone yeah, up or down a level for you. Yeah. So I think we'll I think we'll split the difference, right? We'll plow yeah. ahead, mm -hmm. level our PC up, and uh, access some of this late game content, and mm -hmm. uh, maybe dip into some of these new low low level abilities as well. We never adventure uh -huh. in a straight line here on Dicing with Death. Uh uh. All right. I, no, I got. I gotta. I'm not alert enough to pull that joke off, but I had something for that, Ryan. I had something good for that. Uh, I I don't <sighs> want to imagine. Let's jump. Don't. Let's jump into game without okay. further ado. Here we are on your little happy island, filled with happy little trees. Um, it is so happy, in fact, that this is the soundtrack to the island. Wait for it. Waiting. There it is. It's kicking in. It's perfect. Waiting. All right. I only have all century meal. All right, there we've got music. So, Malsifer, you had some people try and fuck up your shit. You had people try and burn your town down. Some people, we had Eridonian invaders. Right, they have that have occupied this island for too long. These motherfuckers. They are trying to take your town. What are you yeah, gonna do about so, it? Well, Sorry. so long term plan is to recapture this island in the name of uh the Gadians and the uh Forgotten Winter Gods. Mm-hmm. Um so I so we are raising an army. We are. We've called the banners, and Winter's soldiers are rising out of the earth. And soon enough, I think we're going to march into Pine Spur and drive out these intruders. Mm -hmm. um, let's uh, let's do a quick uh, head count. Right. I believe we are safely in Winter's reach for the we being. Uh, I believe so. It's mm -hmm. uh, safely in Winter's reach. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, by my count, at this point. Referring to my uh, undead column on this Winter's Reach spreadsheet. Looking at about 44 zombies in the woods. 55 skeletal warriors. Oh my god. Oh, only 11 regular skeletons, so we need to replenish those numbers. I've got 100, there's 144 corpses available. So that's going to be at least at the rate of eight a day, 18 days. So I think it'll be a month at least. I mean, so that's how we ended the, uh, the intro, right? How long mm -hmm. before uh, we uh, march on Pine Spur? At least a month. <laughs> at least a month. <laughs> I'm okay. sure uh, trouble will find us or we'll get distracted by some of these uh, other features, side quests. Mm hmm. So, uh, yeah, as of now, if we're dividing them into eight skeletons per spear, I just want to, like, see it visualized. So we've got about seven spear of warriors, and we're going to start filling in the rank and file again. Three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, that roughly corresponds to the... Oh, I guess the, these... Uh, maybe we should give uh, my undead army a little uh, token like this. 
a token like so this. So each of these is a company, is that correct? Yes, yes. Each of those is a hundred men, roughly. One hundred men. Mm-hmm. Should we start doing? Uh, I guess. Do I need to reach a hundred uh, skeletons to make it a company? Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> you do. Or I mean, you could have smaller companies of less than a hundred if you want. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get a head count here. You've got forty-four regular zombies. Yeah, those are just in the woods, basically. That's like in a, a living perimeter, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, no. That's no. Those are just no. That's actually rank and file. No, that's army. That's army. Right, separately down below, there are thirty-five zomb- zombies. Oh yeah. Um, and fifty-six skeletons in the hedges. Did we? Is that after? Yeah, I think that's why I only have eleven up above. Right. Yeah. Okay. And do you have? You don't have any large zombies, right? You've got your elk. Right, your zombie uh, elk a, and your zombie I, stag. I don't have any large zombies. Uh, I have one elk, one pig bomb, one snake bear stag, two <laughs> normal stags, uh, eight small to medium-sized zombie animals, and then the 35 zombies. And okay. I think those are all just like random wilderness encounters right now for poor adventures in this land. Right, and you have no ghouls, uh, and you aren't yeah. high enough level to get a nightmare yet. Nightmare zombies. Uh, they're yeah, I didn't read that like description, but it sounds uh, sounds nice. Like the the nightmare horse. Oh, hmm. yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Zombie horses. Zombie horses mm-hmm. that make no noise and are telepathically bound to the caster, so you can like guide them even while you're doing other shit, and you don't have to have a riding proficiency. And they're a perfectly smooth what, ride. What level is that? Seven. Seven. That's the next level for mm-hmm. Mousefer. I was not expecting uh, that. Mm-hmm. I kind of liked uh, trudging around on my zombified elk. Didn't you even think are under nightmares. no obligation to get a nightmare and might not even be able to find the components. You need a freshly dead mare with black fur, which might be hard to come by. So it'll be fine, right? It'll be fine. Yeah. Okay, so you've got 44 regular... No, you've got 11 regular skeletons. Plus 35 wood skeletons... Uh, rosebush skeletons? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then your skeleton warriors... You have how many? Uh, skeleton warriors? 20. Uh... Yeah. Oh, you've got 75. Jesus. No, there's more. 70 plus another 13. Oh, there's 13 level 5 warriors. Yeah, and 75 level 3 warriors. One skeletal mage. I'll add an asterisk, because you actually did make a skeletal mage an option. Mm -hmm. Although I'm going to need your help to figure out how to do spells for it. Yeah, that's a couple levels down the line. Yeah. Um, My initial imagination was to as part of the ritual needing to acquire a spellbook or get the mage probably or the mage's own spellbook, right? I like that. Or some right, some sort of replacement. And then it seems unfair to make the whole spellbook learnable. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think the way to do it may be to like limit the number of spells the mage ha- has by the number of spells they get mem, maybe. As just like mm. a ballpark, or you could simplify it to just like one per level or whatever. Of, mm-hmm. I wanted to have like them that. and just have a few set spells on, upon 
creation, right? Yeah. Maybe even just like one or two would be typical, right? Like, yeah. Right, a skeletal mage that knows fireball seems perfectly, uh, perfectly fair, right? Why do you mm-hmm. give it a whole arsenal of spells unless you're trying to flesh out a full-on NPC? Mm-hmm. I f- so maybe like one well, or two. We'll have to do like well, a, a, a session. Of line. I'm getting way ahead of myself. Yeah. I told you we were going to jump around. End game, early game. Mm-hmm. Not game at all. We'll just talk about Might the weather even... randomly. Maybe some sports yeah. ball. Who knows? <laughs> um, all right. All right. Where? What are we doing? Do you want to... So you don't have... Uh, we can build you like half companies if you want with fewer men. But it doesn't look like you've got even half a company of anything other than skeletal yeah. warriors. And you've got a lot of skeleton warriors, man. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I think those are, I think that's the entirety of the forces of, I don't know what, what probably all these villages you've marked with skulls, right? Mm-hmm. Rallied their, you know, raised their banners, called up all men of fighting age, shredded them against uh, the hedges of Winter's Reach. And those of all, and now, you know, everyone that fell, or most, yeah, everyone that fell has been raised. And we lucked out that all of us were warriors. We've also got the, the villager, 144 villager bodies. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing maybe a few will trickle in. Oh, there's also, there's graveyards in these areas, right? I mean, so there's... So many graveyards. Okay, let's not, we don't even need to dig the graveyards. We need a month to get through the, the pile of corpses in Winter's <laughs> So let's, uh, yeah, let's take as much time as uh, All right. our, uh, I don't know. So did we leave off? Allows. We left off a few days after all the nonsense of them coming in and attacking and everything, right? I, I think so, right? And then we discovered, and then they bur- the villagers burned their villages and retreated, right? right? Right. And there was another company, and there was a really tense night, but I think they just fled, and we ended with, uh, I don't know, scouted mm-hmm. out the territory, right? Saw that they had burned these villages. Right, right. Retreated. Um, and then I think, I mean, we'll see what Pinespur decides to do, but I, if they don't make any moves, I don't think Mousefur is going to make any moves for at least a month. So I think uh, Winter's Reach just sort of settles into a uh, a state of... Uh, what chaotic equilibrium for a couple of weeks? Mm-hmm. Where, it looks like, right? according to the wiki, it's been 17 days since that initial, that last attack. That seems reasonable, right? Yeah, war is, war is slow. It's a grind. It sometimes takes centuries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, so, um, why don't we just so, take yeah. it? So a... I think that was that was probably the time it took to raise all these skeleton warriors. And mm-hmm. then was there something? We, where did we did we just end because it was convenient and leveled the yeah. out of time? Yeah, that's yeah. Um, great. So it is somewhere in the season. Yeah, if only we had. Uh, I don't know, and uh, someone with an astro- astrology or. Uh, mm. Weather sense, or not weather sense, season sense? Day season sense. Is, that, sense. is that a proficiency in this game? <laughs> you get it when you're old enough that you can a feel the... sage or scholar that could keep... They probably, we probably don't even have a calendar in town. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can mark the passage of time by scratching rocks and other rocks. 
It's a great system. Okay. Um, and so I think we just uh, get the assembly line cranking again. Um, right, so we the line first... up, we're lining up all the animals and paint, right? Buying mm-hmm. them off of the people. Oh, we'd reached a steady state, right? Where I couldn't... Maybe we even slow it down further if things seem peaceful. Like, a, not peaceful, but like... Well, you get what it... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Right, so we so we don't want to deplete our animal supplies, so maybe we're cutting down to like if I do a skeleton every every day. I don't know. So as you're discussing these problems with yourself and maybe with one of your advisors here, uh, one of your Fletchers comes to you, uh, mm-hmm. cap in hand, looking a little downcast, and mm-hmm. once he gets permission to speak, says to you, uh, my my lord Massifer. We've been doing our best to keep up with the arrow requirements for your, our protectors, but there's just, there's not enough of them and bone arrows take so long to make. And there's so, so many archers now. I don't know if we'll ever be able to keep up production. So many archers. We've got uh, 20. Is that so many? <laughs> I mean, when they fire like, a, you know, three volleys each, that's mm-hmm. 80 arrows. And they're making bone arrows at a pace of like a few per day. You know? uh, I think all of these warrior archers came with. So with, so any bows that are being produced are new archers. These are turned archers that uh, brought bows with them. Plus the initial hunting bows that I confiscated from right. hunters in town or whatever. Right, and you've got a stockpile of arrows that the arrows these people not, came they're with. They're not shooting all the time, right? Or do no, they? No, but every time you like wade into battle and you fire off like two or three volleys and you lose like sixty arrows or whatever, like those things are are slow to be replaced out of bone. You know, you don't have mm-hmm. someone like casting arrowheads. You have people hand carving each one, and there's you. Winter's Reach is a small, small village. There's only like two or three guys actually working on making these arrows. Well, yeah, that's what I was gonna suggest. If, uh, if, can you, yeah, if you could take on an apprentice or two, could that not keep up with production? There's plenty of trees. <laughs> As I'm sure you know, every, yeah. Lord Massifer, uh, a new apprentice is worth less than no one. They take more work to train than skills they provide. I was hoping that maybe you could find some volunteers when you were out next. There are many fine Fletchers in the Blumwood. Yeah, I, I I get what he's I get where he's going. We need a bone Fletcher, right? But uh, let me review my. I think that would probably qualify as a specialist skeleton, right? Which is a level seven ability. Mm-hmm. You might so have to take someone alive. To that yet. I don't, and I don't think that like giving him warrior class skeletons will make his job any easier. Certainly not. So I'll have to chew him away, tell him to. Make weapon this make weapons of war as fast as he can and uh, he shuffles away. Where am I where hmm, this is I'm probably did he come to the manor house to 
request this? Is that what that was? Uh, wherever you were, or, I assume the manor. That's comes. what I'm trying to think. Like, if we're trying to ration animal, if you're telling me that, like, we need to wait for, like, if it's the kind of thing where like only one out of every, you know, every three, every litter. I don't know how many goats get born in a litter, but right. We can only afford to sacrifice one in uh, <laughs> one in so many and slow mm-hmm. the rate down mm-hmm. to reach a steady state. <laughs> is, well, you, is that possible? Yeah, if you want to slow it down. Bomb, what's the steady state skeletal raise rate where I don't need to worry about? So right now, I don't uh, think Malzor it depends on the s- type of skeleton you want to raise, right? Because basic skeletons, you can chickens. sacrifice chickens for them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We want 144. So we've only got seven chickens, but I can hopefully buy a bunch off of the town. Yeah. Yeah. At a rate that won't totally deplete the town and keep those going. You can. Yeah. You can convert a lot of basic skeletons. Mm -hmm. Um, You can get a shit ton of those fuckers. The it's the the larger skeletons that are the hard ones to get. You know, you're running out of medium sized animals. Goats don't reproduce very quickly. Yeah. So it may be another year before there's uh, enough medium animals unless we can because most of them have probably died and all of the, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see I mean the hunters but if are you want to start paying all this land right yeah and, and now they're you... more trappers right trying to try <laughs> which is probably difficult trying to like trap a trap a bear to drag back to be sacrificed but uh, yeah standing offer of uh, gold on the table Right, but if you were to take any new villages, there would be plenty of animals there for you to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. They have their own, you know. But you we come have... to a village and get a, th- a thousand chickens like that, mm-hmm. or you know, sixty goats or whatever. Yeah. So I was gonna offer to the uh, to that Fletcher if he would take on an apprentice that they could come and get marked where I take mm-hmm. them from the 112 nameless farmers I have noted mm-hmm. get them marked and take them as an apprentice but it sounded like that wasn't even but that's a if any I don't know I don't have enough years to line up all the farmers and get them all marked but uh it's a lot yeah if any particular cases come up I could spare a year here or there mm-hmm. um, but I think we'll mostly have the warrior skeletons process and finish processing and I don't know how far we got with the uh, these bodies before we were attacked, but right, we've got these at least 144. So I think we'll, I think the best thing to do is get our chicken farm going and flay all of those corpses into skeletons. All right, you begin the flaying. Or at least to get 100, right? Let's get a spear of skeletons. That's another 89. And so that's, it'll and take that's, you ongoing, 11 right? days to get 89 skeletons. To raise or to to raise, if I have unlimited, but I think we're limited by our chicken supply. So you may, so I'm right. I'm suggesting uh, slowing that right. down. Right. Or and is there anything yeah. you would like to do while you're not raising skeletons? Um. Um. Not particularly. Let's see if okay. there's any. Right. I think short of like. Sure. So I as you're busy with the uh, animating, uh, yeah, with those rituals there, like yeah. Anyways, good. Yeah. As you're so, checking your chicken stocks and taking, you know, a good inventory of your goats left and getting an idea of how many of these things you can create, um, 
Yeah, so I you think this, a... I think it's settled back, like managing the estate takes takes some time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Catching up with the books, Lord Rosegrove probably keeps track of this, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah right. he's, the, he's the garden keeper. He would keep the ledger of... Uh, but you have a, a chicken handler, right? The Lord of the Ground. Uh, there, uh, no, I mean, there was like that... Uh, Claire, wasn't that her name? Or Yeah, but she was unreliable. She mm. was more like a... a yeah, I don't know. Right, she was the chicken thief, the reformed chicken thief. The reformed <laughs> like, chicken thief. Chicken tender, but she kept running off and trying to sell the chickens, and was like, "No, you don't need to. You don't need to do this anymore. You can." She was uh, chicken tender. <laughs> yeah, right. No, you're uh, right. It's so, so right, good. She, I, I think so we had sort of convinced her to stick around, but then the house was attacked, and I think she ran or hid in the hid in the barn. Mm-hmm. Uh, does she even have a name? Carrie. There you go. Chicken tender. I'm gonna write that down on the spreadsheet. All right. Yeah. So she is around. Okay. So she can get this going. What did you say her name was? Carrie. 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 That's right. What a perfect name for the livestock tender. <laughs> um. Yeah. And we got Tomas in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's probably uh, now been promoted to uh, the uh, principal. Uh, are there butchers in town? Sure. Is that something I need to worry about? I mean, if there are, then now they're probably needing to get. I, I don't know if they're mad Mark at them. or if they're just getting retrained. I mean, we've already marked. Oh, have we marked them? Uh, probably not. Doesn't sound like you marked them. Mark a butcher. All right. Only one. Do you think there's only one? I think there's one proper butcher here. Okay. So he may. I don't know if Mouseford foresaw this. He may have come to the estate mad about the new. Well, I don't know. Right. He would probably start. I don't yeah. Know, the customers come to him and ask him if he prepared. Yeah. yeah. That's right? probably. Yeah. That's a good way of introducing it. So I think the butcher comes to your estate. Uh, after this new decree gets laid down about only sacrifice, only eating sacrificed animals, and he's got his uh, butcher's cap, and he slams it down on the ground at your feet and says, "So he's to, already a marked man." Or no, he's not a. He's a, vill- he's a villager. He's a villager. So, yeah. Did he have trouble getting here? <laughs> I look him up and down. Has he been accosted by uh, by skeletons or zombies? Uh, he has two. Escorted by, uh, escorts to yeah. get him in here safely through mm-hmm. the 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 rose groves, mm-hmm. and Who he's escorts. Pissed. So they look like an okay. Yeah. All right. Then I turn my attention to the Lord Richard. Winter. I am sorry. I have tolerated and put up with the goings on around here because I I believe it's time for Gadia to be free again. But this no eating animals nonsense. I don't know if I want to live in the new Gadi if that's the way it's going to be. <clears throat> Surely there I... must be a way that we can have our meat and conquer this island too. <laughs> the uh The Lord of Winter has not forbidden the consumption of meat. Merely directed that it must be properly prepared in a uh, in a manner that is in balance with our resources 
<laughs> his eyes go blank. Can I get a get a feel for uh, the? Uh... Give me a charisma check. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. Maybe I can uh, sway him to my will. I think I've no. You just I get this no, sort of like stare back. This flat like blinks his yeah. eyes at you a few times. So, if uh, you know, I hadn't thought of you before or when you know upon, before issuing this decree, but now that I see you here before me, I think it is probably best that you. Uh, <laughs> what is the word you use? Butch. What is the verb? <laughs> butcher. You could, to butcher. Hmm. Yeah. In uh. Yeah. In uh. In this kitchen with uh. Tomas for uh. I don't know. Some time. Learn the uh. Teach you. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're gonna put this guy to work in uh, in the kitchen here, at least until he can figure. Yeah. Well, I I came I here not to talk <laughs> about. I have a job, Lord Winter. I'm here about the lack of meat. All you're bringing me is these already slit animals, and it's well, frankly, the way you do it sours the meat. They they die terrified, and it <laughs> it, it changes the flavor. If we're going to eat like real men, we need to be able to to hack apart the flesh properly. What did you say your name was, Butcher? They just called me the Butcher. Oh God, this guy's gonna get turned into some horrible zombie abomination. You can't just name him the Butcher. <laughs> Um, I, and then I stand up. I don't know where he found me. Are we in my, are we in the parlor or did he you find me? You are in your parlor. parlor. Okay. Yeah. So I stand up and I start walking to the back of the house and presumably he follows because I commanded him to follow. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's, I don't think he exactly likes his Lord. And I just, I lead him back into the kitchen, which are probably just piled with, well, the kitchen, I don't know. I don't know how Tomas keeps his kitchen, but behind mm-hmm. the, the uh, should we pop to uh, oh, the yes. house for a second? Let us. Behind the kitchen, out back, there must just be piled heaps and heaps of rotting bodies, right? He looks on in horror <laughs> at the wasted I, meat. Oh, God, it's know, no right? longer fresh. Come off, it keeps up with the animals that are coming in, and these have all been uh, sacrificed. Uh, although often the sacrificing got done in at the chapel, and there's maybe mm-hmm. a mix. Necromancy's happening everywhere. We got to... We gotta, Calm things down here, right? There we go. Get things back in uh, balance. Have we gotten a little too chaotic? <laughs> All right, so uh, the kitchen must be not the tower. No, this is the kitchen. This is the kitchen. Here we go. Right in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Okay, then it's this bat, this out bat. So I lead him through the kitchen, mm-hmm. which I mean, maybe I have never really thought. Of. How does Tomas keep the kitchen? Is it like a? Is is it just a? Is, is there food rotting in the kitchen as well? <laughs> uh, no, they've been doing their best to move the animals. Okay. Um, to people who can eat them, but you know, there's always bits left okay. over, and Tomas so is like hacking breasts apart and tossing them in, and there's like gizzards hanging out all over the place, and jars filled with all sorts of possible perishables. Yeah, okay, is know? my lounge, or is my parlor the one with that bear? Skin yeah, rug? it is. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. is there really a bearskin rug right there? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, we're animating that in like 10 minutes once we're done with this scene. All right, <laughs> lead, uh, lead this guy out past the kitchen. So the kitchen door's open. He gets a look at the kitchen and then out back. So, and then out here must be where we're, where the rotting flesh piles are. Mm-hmm. And uh, right, and Rose Grove's got, probably got his fertilizer uh, curing somewhere mm-hmm. out in the yard. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I just sort of stay. I don't really, Ma- yeah, Mouseford doesn't say anything. He just sort of shows the butcher this mess. He shakes <laughs> his head in disappointment. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I get it. As the butcher of this village, it is your, uh, it is your, uh, your duty to feed the people, is it not? He, and like, he... rolls up his sleeves and goes, Yeah, yeah, look, if this is <clears> the <throat> way it's going to be, I you should let me work with you so we don't put so much to waste. Look at this. <clears throat> Who's been cutting these up? Look, there, there's half a chicken right there in that carcass pile. Yeah, uh, Mousefer walks away and p- puts a hand on this guy's back as he does. Um... And uh, just says, yeah, find me in the parlor when you're ready. And Mousefer goes to uh, heat the irons. And I don't know, I don't know if we, the guy takes, if a guy sets to work first and then comes later that day or... You hear him just or like... he follows immediately. Bitching and moaning for a minute or so as he's like digging through some of these carcasses, looking at mm-hmm. things. And as the iron is heating up, you can hear him faintly through the walls yelling at Tomas for not properly preparing these things and wasting he, so much you know, good Tomas, food. Tomas probably works with a scale, but Tomas, the usual arrangement would probably be Tomas going to town and uh, paying or paying this guy a bunch, you know, our, mm-hmm. in, I don't know, in rolls of uh, Gadian silver for all for, this for meat, food. Right? Like way above market, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If this and, guy were uh, sane, he would probably have... Uh, move to Pinespur or something, but he would have, right? Yeah. But the pay for a butcher in Pinespur is probably mere copper. Out here, he like, the market's so out of whack, Tomas would, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so here he is now admonishing Tomas, who's always been buying stuff from him. And after a while, he finds his way to the parlor, coming and in, not really he... realizing what's waiting for him, and just saying, well, I've had a, a, a chat with your cook in there. I think mm-hmm. we've come to some sort of agreement and arrangement on how all this is going to operate. And his speech slows as he notices you, like, the, holding uh, this iron in the fire. The iron in the fire. Is there, are there, uh... What's that? Myths or, uh... Ghost stories in the town about the about the iron, right about the marking ceremony is that like a thing that he would recognize or heard of? I think Ooh, uh, I'll I give, think him... give him like a int check or right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, nope. He rolled a three. He's completely oblivious to all of this. I think the people that have been marked sort of keep to the other people that have been marked. You know? Yeah. Almost mm-hmm. creating like a two class system. And then there are maybe some rumors that people have like strange markings on them nowadays, mm-hmm. but like this skeleton's being raised and it's a big mess and no one's paying attention to like random tattoos that people get nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's blissfully unaware of what is coming. Yeah. Um. Sweet. 
right. Um, so I will uh, stand up and uh, look towards the butcher. Now we're in the study. Uh, iron is hot. Uh, does he look frightened, confused? He still doesn't like Mouseford, does he? We failed that charisma check. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I also want to throw an unholy strength on this guy. Uh, right? And uh, But he's got to be willing for both, right? He's got to be willing to take unholy strength, and he's got to be willing to uh, take the mark. Mm-hmm. Unholy strength is a, a temporary thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. As long as you're yeah, aware. But uh, it'll, you know, give him some strength to uh, sort through that, uh, the, the carcasses before they go to waste. Okay. Right, wouldn't that make his job easier? Uh, so Mousefer, I think, stands up from beside the fire. Mm-hmm. Iron? In, yeah, I think there's just a sizzling iron uh, iron in his hand. And he walks over to this blacksmith and puts a hand on, or not blacksmith, that. Uh, we need a blacksmith. I don't think we have one of those. On the butcher. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, size him up, I guess. What is he? Is he scared? I don't what, How tall is he? How He's a, a big man. He's maybe like 6'2", mm-hmm. 230 pounds. Um, okay, so he can look Mousefer in the eyes, does he? Yeah, he does. And he came he, in here like yelling at his lord and throwing his hat on the floor. Okay. But now that you're wanna, looking at him and like holding on to him, you can see that there's this like uncertainty crossing his eyes. Like maybe he, he crossed a line earlier okay. with his back. If I grab him, does he resist? Like if I, uh, so if I, I mean, it's not a, I don't know. I, so he, if I touch him by the arm when I, while I address him. He sort of sinks into his, his body a maybe little bit. a perception to guess what his strength might be. <laughs> yeah, give me a, Is that a perception. An yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I think. All my stats are 13, but I roll a 17 on the die, so that's a that's a good check. That's a good check, yeah. Uh, he's got about Not 15 my strength. My percept- What'd you say, 15? 15, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Malsifer says to the butcher, good then, if you are to, but if you are to enter into my service. It must be willingly. I assure you the, uh, I, I'm sure the, yeah, the reward will be great, but, uh, and then I look to him meaningfully. I mean, the iron, I think, is in my, in my hand. Maybe without even realizing it, it's in your hand. You're holding Mm -hmm. on to him, and he looks at the iron, he looks at you, and he sinks into his body a little bit more and says, uh, yeah. okay, is, I'll serve this you must be, this in must life. Be, yeah. He says, serve me in life. Yeah. Roll up. Uh, will you roll up your sleeve? He um, rolls I think it so up. if he, I don't, so maybe he gets a, maybe, to resist, I guess to resist necromancy, you have to be willing. There's not even like a save. It's just like, so I guess I don't know. If, if he's willing, I would. I want to give him uh, unholy strength. Hmm. Probably prior to the uh, to the uh, to the marking, right? Bolster mm-hmm. strength. Give him a jolt of uh, 
of energy. If he accepts, I mean, maybe, maybe I maybe I try and he's not willing and it gets awkward. But yeah, you tell me, is it, will he take a, an unholy strength? I think I would just do one point if it seems. Yeah, yeah, because right now one, he's I'll looking up, at that you know, brand and he's pretty terrified of the brand. So if yeah. you're offering to like, if you're going to cast a spell on him without touching him with the iron, he is all about yeah, postponing so like, that burning sensation. On the iron. Mousefer's clutching his bicep. Bicep. Mmm. Fifteen strength. Why don't we juice that up to a sixteen? That'll give you a plus one to damage. Uh, so I'll drop. I'll yeah. Funnel a, a year of Mousefer's life into the butcher. Mm-hmm. To, uh, as a level six. So for the next six turns. So for an hour, he'll have sixteen strength, and then he'll drop mm-hmm. to fourteen. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Afterwards. Yep. Um, so the. And- does this uh, strengthen him, embolden him? He does. He feels the mark of servitude. He feels your life flowing through him, and his muscles bulge. Someone else, but you you know, hey, someone's life by means of you. Yeah. Um, He feels this this energy flowing through him, and his muscles grow taut and and tight. Uh, And he like stops sinking into himself and sort of stands up and like flexes his arm in your hand trying to break your grip yeah. of him does he does he roll uh, he can roll a strength check a post strength yeah. check if he'd like to break my grip uh, did he roll up his other sleeve has that already been done or no it is done yes okay so he did roll up his other uh, hand he rolls a 29 ooh a 30 ooh. so the his flexing stronger doesn't um, quite break there's, your grip. There's a, little, there's a little power play. Like we're not. It's not a hand, but he's like tries mm-hmm. to flex me off with his bicep or something, and I keep my like grip is stronger. Um, but I, so I show that. But I do like let I let him go. I'll right. And uh, excellent. Now uh, get to work. For every day you uh, you're here you on the estate, you will be uh, you will of course be. Uh, uh, re- Repaid the right word, rewarded for your for your time. Are you not going so, to uh, brand him? Oh, didn't did, that didn't happen? Okay, yeah, yeah. That's okay, right. you I brand him then. Okay, I thought you said he was. Okay. <laughs> no, he rolled up a sleeve, yeah. but then the words brand about branding never came. But it's fine. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, he's marked. Sorry, I thought that was. I thought you were saying that was past tense. I was like, oh, no. okay, moving on. Perfect. He's marked. No, it's marked. Marked unholy strength for an hour to uh, work mm-hmm. through that. Uh, Corpse pile. Uh, did these pe- did people have any use for money? I mean, I have coins to throw at him if uh, if that's the kind of reward he expects. But uh, I think he wants a standard pay, nothing fancy. Just if you're sure. going to be. Okay. But is is know. there a standard pay out here in the boonies? I guess is what I'm wondering. Like people can spend people spend money in town. There is enough of a local economy that coins still have value. Like we have, absolutely war hasn't driven inflation out of control. Okay. Nope. Nope. Money is still. Uh, because you've got the Gadian silver, which is like the true currency of the area, and then you've got all this like other rubbish currency that's been popping up that has sort yeah. of flooded the market, and mm-hmm. people have sort of stopped to care about them, and they just trade in the Gadian coins. I have noted, I've got twenty two hundred copper, nineteen hundred silver. Mm-hmm. So I'm right, and that's kind. I don't know. How, anyways, okay, excellent. All right, but he would probably so he would probably get paid in that at an inflated rate, right? And that would be, yeah. Anyways, okay. Um, 
And uh, how long does he? And he, I think I want him to train Tomas. To right, and to hopefully they can figure out how to properly prepare a. Uh, they will work together for. A, right, because the sacrifices are going to be rolling. I, I guess right now it's all chickens, but mm-hmm. right there, the butcher and Tomas will have to handle some live chickens. So hopefully, uh, Tomas can actually work on that damn butchery proficiency for once and for all. That, that'll be good. Figure out how to stop making the meat taste like death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, does the butcher react the first? Does he have to oversee one of the sacrifices? Will he react, or is will he just uh, jump in, uh, hook, line, and sinker? And oh, not... he's he wants to be the one involved in the slaughtering of animals. There's a reason mm-hmm. he's the butcher in this backwater town and goes by the name Butcher. You know, he <laughs> has chosen this life. It did not choose him. Uh-huh. Um, so he's all on board with helping the slaughter, the wholesale slaughter of these animals for the purposes of these things. Mm-hmm. When he observes you creating your rituals and raising monsters and decapitating chickens for these things, he eagerly takes the body and the head and turns it upside down and drains it out and hangs it by its feet and then starts to, you know, hack at it properly. Um, He'll even employ Carrie uh, at a certain point to be like a feather plucker. Cool. Does he set up shop in the village or at the estate? Um, Wherever it is you're doing the slaughtering and the raising is where he will be because he wants to be as close to the fresh meat as possible. Yeah, I think that would be in town. Does right. he? He probably doesn't already have a shop. Did he have like a cart he would roll into town from the villa or from like the app from his uh, he would, whatever? Yeah, he had a cart that he'd go house to house and like you would hire the butcher yeah. and he'd come over and he would butcher the and animals he that he had wanted. a slaughterhouse out in the Blumwood somewhere, right? Not, or in the countryside, or I don't know what you call the the area outside of the village proper. Yeah, because the, right, the slaughterhouse smells. So he, could not, so he probably wouldn't have done well, right? D- didn't we say that like? It was the outlying farms and villages. Like, there were farmers out in towards yeah. the woods. Yeah. That had, and like, their own little plots of land granted to them. He's out in one yeah. of those areas because the slaughterhouse produces an awful smell, and no one yeah. wants to live near it. So he, the butchers <laughs> were relegated out, out of ways. Okay. Um, so now he can come into town and work a little bit more closely. Okay. And pipe that fresh food for now, right, right? I think he sets up shop in the chat. So maybe I don't know if he has a had a cart he would pull up and mm-hmm. just and we could yeah. we could give we could uh, finish that old what was it the rectory the, the rectory room. let him stay there at least for now right because we've been processing the the corpses and yeah the, right? you There's could turn the rectory into a, a small uh, stand. We'll we'll see yeah. we'll see how. We'll see how things develop, but at least for so I think I'll set up a temporary set up temporary shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you ever need to do a battle map for the cathedral, right now there will be a blood splatter in the back, and this is where it came right. This mm. is from the time the butcher had to set up temporary shop. He just used one of the pews in the back corner, just hacked on it for the for the chicken uh, processing. Mm-hmm. All a bunch right. of cleaver marks in the in the wood. Why don't we take our first break here, and when we come back, we will be met with a disturbance in the force, or something to that effect. Uh, Mm. So we will see you on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dice with Death. The butcher has been branded. Mm -hmm. He's got his cleaver. You know, I was thinking about it, Neil. And what we really need to be sacrificing is rats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they're the one thing that thrives in a in an undead plague. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure to make a skeleton, all you need is a small animal. Mm-hmm. The butcher's a lot better at uh at uh what you call it at butchery than Tomas was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think we should set Tomas to uh, rat catching. Here's your cook. Who's gonna make your food? If Tomas okay, well is then maybe rats. we'll just hire out rat catchers in the town. And I guess I don't even need the. Uh... There the are some unemployed going. farmers. We've got a butcher who's figuring out how to properly uh, uh, prepare mm-hmm. slaughter. <laughs> Sacrifice, mm-hmm. lambs and goats. Let's go hire some rat catchers. Um, let's just. Can my people read old gate? I think they can read Gadian. I think they would be considered illiterate in the scope of uh, Arcadia as a uh, as a universe, as a gaming universe. <laughs> yeah. But I think in uh, in old gate in old Gadian, I can hammer a sign somewhere in towns, in, maybe in front of the church, mm-hmm. a little notice board, you know. Rat catchers wanted like one one silver a rat. Does that seem like a that is way a too much? A copper is, a rat. A copper a rat is still too much. It, I think normally alive. it would be like alive only. Oh. I think a copper, well, right. A copper a rat is then maybe a good price. Yeah. So I think that yeah, we'll we'll draft up a little notice, sign the Lord of Winter, post that up in town, hire ourselves some rat catchers. And if that works out, I think maybe we can uh, get a crank in at uh, eight skeletons a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were teased before the break about there being a uh, there's a problem, fright- a frightening surprise. I don't know if it's frightening. <laughs> is, is my is my rat cleaving interrupted? Yeah, you get the butcher set up in town. You put up the the poster that says "Rat Catchers Wanted." Um, and that's when you were approached by good old Hannibal, the mm. hunter. Um, he comes to you a little breathless, sweating. His heart is pounding. Malsifer is hammering in the uh, the poster or the, the whatever mm. the on the notice board. And turns to your Martin Luthering the hunter it. approach. Uh, yeah, it's uh, under a decree mandating that uh, all meat consumed must be uh, properly prepared mm-hmm. by the state-appointed butcher. <laughs> Lord-appointed butcher. Yeah, butcher. we have to have, you know, regulation and oversight on all things. All right, what does Hannibal have to say? Bad news? Ba- bad news, my lord. I saw more soldiers in the Blumwood. But they weren't... They weren't marching on Winter's Reach. I, I stalked them for the better part of an hour. And it looks like they were hunting... Zombies? Well, yes. Hunting, hunting the dead? The... The guardians of the forest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh... How this is before any substantial progress has been made on raising the army, isn't it? Right. This is later that day. Right. You've so been setting think... up infrastructure and having. So we set up the infrastructure. We're all ready to uh, 
praise the hordes, but uh, mm-hmm. it looks like we got to take care of this first. Yeah. The butcher so is helping to outfit the rectory right now with a few other assistants. Um, mm-hmm. While you deal with this. I, I take my skeletal warriors. Fletcher's not going to be happy with this. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get lucky and one of these archers will be able to fletch. Or one of these soldiers will be able to fletch. So what I'm going to do, what we're going to do, yeah, we're going to take all of our uh, all of our skeletal warriors. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of your skeletal warriors, all 75 well, so of them? So I want the 20 archers, and I want them to be commanded to called shot feet. Don't kill them and uh, prevent them from running away. And I don't think my Fletchers are going to be happy about this because we're going to we're going to shoot a couple of volleys of arrows trying to disable a bunch of these warriors and uh, take them alive. Um, um, this is a great moment to touch on some of the changes. So okay. Maybe, I don't know. I probably missed whatever. Yeah, right. So, um, so we can continue doing our skeleton out. warriors as before, but in effort to simplify them, I've gotten rid of the the melee version and the archer version and just melded it into one stat block. Yeah. So is it um, splitting the difference or did it, is it an, is it like a nerf to both or something? Look, I'm seeing. I a, think it's like a, a buff. I think it just has like the benefits the of both. Benefits of both. That I think seems... so. But then the HP is down a little bit off of what it was before. So instead of 20 HP, it's 12 HP. That's, that seems fair enough. Mm-hmm. And, but then uh, it, they can all be archers and they can all be warriors together. And the They're limiter just... is just the equipment factor. That seems reasonable. Okay. Right, because cool. it's... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did Great. you get rid of... Were there extra weapon... No, there weren't extra weapon attacks until greater skeletal warriors. Which I did turn down because I think one and a half attacks is just a, a pain in the ass to mechanize. So mm-hmm. I just gave them, like, solid stuff. Give them D10 weapons. Yeah. Do you want to stick with that? I do. Is... Mm-hmm. D10 plus if... two is the equivalent if... of D8 plus three, really. So I'm okay with what that. If, uh, what if they're wielding, say, a longsword or something? Would that do weapon longsword damage plus two, or would it do D10? Plus no, two? it would still do D10. Yeah. Regardless okay. of their weapon, they do D10 plus two. Okay. Oh. Okay, cool. So you have your... We'll just call them skeleton warriors now, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It's easier. Uh, and you're going to take all 75 skeleton warriors and 13 greater skeletons out into the woods. Um, Hannibal, how many uh, uh, poachers had been sighted? I how spotted... How far out? You I spotted three spears, personally. I, I counted mm. three, roughly three spears. I saw three knights. Uh, in force. And, uh, okay, yeah, then we're then we're going to march in force as well. Um, I think, I th- I don't feel like I'm, I'm not worried about them ambushing Winter's Reach again. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I think we've got enough precaution with the hunters, you know, on alert, keeping an eye on their blind. I don't think a company's going to march up to the base of my hill and <laughs> post up again. So I think, yeah, we'll take all the skeletal warriors to do this. So Malsifer with his 13 blood knights and 75 skeletal warriors we're going to march out. There are are 11 regular skeletons around the house. Oh, plus the 56 and the roses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we're... uh, 56? 35? Did I miscount? uh, Oh, wow, 56, 56, yeah. I was looking at wood zombies. Thank 35 you for that. is the wood zombies, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 56. 
Perfect. Oh, man. So you head out into the woods. Now you've got a large troop of skeleton warriors with you. We're an army. I mean, I was worried that about spooking away these uh, these other spears. Mm-hmm. That's more where I was thinking numbers, but this is fine. Well, uh, so we're gonna stealthily try. I don't know where exactly. Well, Hannibal can lead us there. Hannibal he will lead you to where he last saw them and then track them from there. And I think our idea is to hope. Well, yeah, we can see if he picks up a trail. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll we'll follow the trail of bodies, right? Well, we're sure to find some uh, zombies ambushed, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep, Guardians yep. of the wood. Uh, so should I delete one or more from the wood zombies? Uh, yes. You sh- probably shouldn't know how many are deleted, but for yeah. record keeping, like, drop well, you 10. Can d- you can tell me when I find a corpse, right? And then... I can, yeah. Um, just drop 10 can... for now. Because they are... They are a zombie hunting. Okay. Which is fine. I think this is what we wanted. It's kind of a waste of life force. What kind of bums me out. Maybe skeletons should patrol the woods instead. <laughs> mm. So, uh, or skeletons in addition to... How how creepy... How spoopy will these Blumwoods have to become? All right. So we find... We, so I think we track them by this trail of dead, right? Of executed zombies. Do they all are their heads all been removed, or their heads all hacked to bits? The zombies are hacked into unintelligible messes of carnage. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like you to make me a perception check at plus three. Oh, I um, forgot. The plus three should push me over, so I roll a seven okay. on the die. But it says twenty-six, twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that plus three is for every 10 members of the other party. You're looking for mm-hmm. three spears, which is roughly 30 people. So um, you will get a 23 and you are bringing with you 75 skeletons plus your group. Um, so uh, they will get like a that close, almost a hundred, but not quite. Oh, right. Okay. So they'll right. get almost Seven. a plus 10, but not quite <laughs> to their perception check. What would the, what's the category below plus ten, plus nine? Hmm. Oh, plus nine, sure. Yeah. Uh, so they will spot you before you spot them. Even with your your hunter tracking skills, there's mm-hmm. just so many skeletons that one of them will accidentally reveal your sure. location. Yeah, first. this is it's nearly a company of mm-hmm. undead soldiers. Probably slowly following their trail of dead. So right, far, but their bones rattle as they walk, and they brush through trees and step on leaves, and so, they, they're not silent. So with that, so do, but we notice them flee? Is that a, or we... Yeah, so what you see we, is your, um, Hannibal's leading you towards them, following the trail, and he's saying something along the lines of, you know, we must be getting close. You can see how the grass is still bent this far. That means this track was made in the last hour or so. Um, and that's when there is like a, a sharp whistle sound and breaking to the north is this pack of three spears in like full-fledged running away from from you. Mm-hmm. And that is when you spot them, when okay. they are and fleeing. And we can't actually run them down. But we, so I think we more just hear the whistle and the commotion of men running. Mm-hmm. Through the um, you could probably get one volley before... They are so well hidden behind cover. 
Yeah, let's, I guess, see if we get lucky. I think these guys would be making called shots, right? They would be. Yeah. Uh, um, they are simple undead, though, so they can... Uh, they can target individual... You can... They can target based on can prioritize targets in combat so yeah so if you give them a direct um, a specific direction you can you can have them like aim for the legs that's fine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so just, should I just roll one for the or one for each speed I have 20 uh, so should I roll 20 d20 or should I roll roll one? 20 d20 yeah and yeah. they get plus and 3 so- to hit and it's a called shot so that's a minus so 4 to hit minus- so, so my total of minus one. Right, but then there's plus two for back attack because they're fl- running away okay. from you. And they've got 13 AC, so you need to roll 11 or better. Yeah, 11 or better. So there's a bunch of hits in there. we we'll probably bring down a few. One, two, one, three, four, two. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven hits. Uh, so it'll be 11 D6ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, no bonus, correct? Yeah, just a no little Yep. So the volley flies, whistling through the Blumwood. 49 damage. So we certainly maim Holy a number shit. of them, right? Yeah, these. This is a lot of sixes. They only have six HP, so the sixes are going to be kills. Um, you know, you rupture arteries and veins. Right? Brought to six zero, is, yeah. A six is ideal. That's true, I guess. All right, because we're going to uh, chase them down and execute them. Right. Maybe well, stabilize a few. Let's see how many of the... There were 30 of the enemy. So I think probably very few of these overlap, I would expect. Um, we can almost even call them their own individual creature. That's fine with me. Yeah. Um, so you'll so. get five captives... Mm-hmm. Um, two people who are badly wounded and at one HP. Let me give them con checks, fail, and pass. One of them will drop and be unable to move. The other one can flee. The mm-hmm. one and two HP guys can get away, and the three HP guys, one escapes and one stays. So you get two, four, five, six, seven uh, wounded soldiers. Yeah. Uh, Malsferp, I think, shouts them down, you know. Yeah. If... I don't know. Halt, poachers! They, being, they ignore you right, and flee, and he, right, but... Yeah, he makes, goes through the formalities of uh, mm-hmm. accusing them of their crimes. And we will uh, capture and execute... Sound, this sounds like the six of them that have been uh, hamstrung by my archers. Mm-hmm. You're going to execute them? Um, I think just harvest them for years. Um, I think I want one of them alive to raise a phantom. Phantasm, right? You need to sacrifice a human to make a to make a phantom. Uh, I don't think you want a phantom. Um, Phantoms are phantom. curiosities. They have no actual value to you. Well, uh, I think you're looking for a specter or a shade. Okay, go for it. No, Um, so I think that's the only sacrifice I'll actually need, right? The rest I can just harvest for uh, for uh, for years, right? For soul. So the five of them that went to zero or lower that are bleeding out, Mm -hmm. uh, they, you know, 
Mousefur walks to you know walks to each of them in turn, decapitates them with a bardish, condemning them for their crimes and uh, confiscating their soul force for the uh, in the name of the Lords of Winter. Is this um, what do they call it? Uh, asset forfeiture, civil mm-hmm. asset forfeiture. Here, you might be using these souls exactly. for illegal purposes. We're gonna take them from you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, how many years uh, does Mouse Fur uh, harvest between the five of them? Um, let's see. You will be getting. Um, 321 divided by 10, 32.1 years. Nice. Wow, yeah, these guys were some long-lived and young motherfuckers. Yeah, this is probably, like, we killed probably the old veterans. This is the uh, fresh green recruits. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, Malsifer is content to uh, leave these, the, uh, what remains of the three spear to run back to their villages with stories of the Headless Horseman. Right. And, uh, Excellent. We're going to drag the one living guy back to uh, back to the estate. Mm-hmm. Turn with our. Do you want? Can you doodle on the map how far we got? Like where where all this occurred? Maybe just do yes. a do a line there and back to. I will do show the tracking route we just took. Um, you went here out there. Oh, you can't see it yet. I have to finish my. Oh, there we go. That's good enough. That's about as far as you got. Okay. So about yeah. five so miles marched. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Malsifer marches the uh, skeletons there and back to the estate. Uh, we drag with us this captive kicking and screaming. There and back. Oh, he's, got one, he's got one tail. HP left. Maybe he, maybe he thrashes himself into unconsciousness. Uh... Ooh, I'll give him a morale check. See if he resists or if he plays dead. Uh, he is thrashing. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably thrashing himself into unconsciousness. Yeah, ripping so the wound. Forcibly, and yeah, bleeding so he, himself yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. So by the time we get back to the estate, he's an unconscious body. But I think Malsifer is uh, walking before. Actually, to keep up with skeletons, oh, you can jog walk with skeletons. Yeah, or they can go at your pace. Like, they don't have to or move the maximum movement speed. Out. They, although, I think the elk is just walking pace. Maybe mm-hmm. slightly faster. Mm-hmm. Gotta get ourselves a nightmare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next level. Yeah. So, Malsifer will continue to curse. Uh, use this guy as a scapegoat, right, for all of the Eridonians. Just mm. muttering curses in uh, old forgotten tongues under his breath. Announcing to like the villagers that they pass, right? That this guy's getting a. Uh, this is a criminal. There's a, a small gathering of villagers who didn't have anything else to do that are watching you drag this guy. Where do you take him? Uh, I, right up to my front porch was my plan. Let me uh, read this bit. Up off. to the key. So this is a new Steve's. level one ability, right? Phantom. Phantom. Uh, it's uh, okay. It's after fan. Okay, there. Ghost, phantom, no stats, twelve move. One vessel is one living creature. Spiritual points is one year. Uh, do you mind if I just read this? Or please, please. It? 
All right. It's a lot of flavor text, which I think would, uh, which I would, uh, I would edit it out, but it, it's here now. So we'll read it as narrative, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a phantom is a necromancer's first foray into the world of ghosts. That said, the phantom is a rather useless creation. In essence, a phantom is the spirit of a creature unaware that it is dead, acting out moments of its life in a chaotic and twisted show. It could reliving its final moments of death, creating visuals outside of itself to fit its narrative, but does so without knowing or understanding. Or it could be pacing the halls of an area endlessly. A phantom may be of any living creature sacrificed. It has no awareness, cannot be commanded, and cannot interact with objects. It only makes vague wails, moans, and stepping, dragging, or scraping sounds. It is a stepping stone to greater creations and a bit of a curiosity. Uh, exists in the ethereal plane, semi-transparent. Phantom exists in the general vicinity of where the creature was sacrificed. If the surroundings are familiar to the spirit, it may have more interesting and complicated movements and actions. Right. So, so if it, like, is haunting its house, it'll open proper yeah. drawers and yeah, look for I'd, shit. Yeah, I drag him to in front of the estate and decapitate him on the... Uh, on the steps? Not on the steps, but, like, in the lawn out front. And actually, what, so mm-hmm. I hadn't read that full description until just now, so mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't totally aware what... I, what what your intentions were with the spell. My thoughts were I would sacrifice it at the site of that battleground where the uh, where the cleric of Martha went down swinging. Mm-hmm. Her body, I think, has since been lost. But I was thinking to you, you know, I, it wasn't clear to me that the sacrifice was the phantom. Like if the, if it's mm. going to be a phantom of this guy, mm-hmm. I was thinking it would be cool to have a phantom of that of the final moments of that cleric's death. Mm. Right. So if some intruder PC gets there, gets it in their head to. Uh, to attack Lord Winter in his manor house, they come across the phantom phantasm of this cleric of Martha fighting the fighting I don't know, the undead and you know to her death, right? Just endlessly, yeah. Surrounded by skeletons, heads exploding, but she gets dragged down over the course of the round or whatever and dies. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's already there. Maybe I maybe I if this had been around, that's probably I probably would have cast that as like if we didn't have that ability. But anyways, we'll make one now. I mean, so maybe there's also a vision of this guy getting executed in that same spot. Um, I thought it was maybe maybe that the release of this soul energy here will also you know will stir up some of those other old spirits, old visions. Mm-hmm. The other those um people that died attacking your house. There's mm-hmm. a cleric who died right in your front yard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. But we at least release this one phantom and the to ward off uh, enemies. Mm-hmm. So a, at nighttime, of, uh, sorry, go ahead. when it's dark, there will be a a poor soldier running from his life back and forth like in the yard and being shot down with an arrow and dragged right so like, like, this probably happened in the, the winter. field mm-hmm. yeah maybe it's his memory of his pursuit in the in the winterwood i mean it, mm-hmm. it, yeah it, just a, yeah the, the phantom of a soldier that haunts the uh that haunts the grounds of winter's haunts reach the grounds of winter's reach sure yeah there may be oh. the occasional touching moment from his life or maybe sitting on the stairs sharpening his spear before Undead horrors attack him from every direction. Mm. 
What? Oh, Fathom. I spelled that wrong. Oh, no. It was Victor Kip in chat saying he's still secretly rooting for the good guys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Victor Kip, don't you know? This is the good guys. There are no good guys here. Um... Yeah, so maybe we'll see if that did stir up any of the visions that I was uh, thinking of. Or maybe that was all in Malsifer's head. What, What's real and what's in Malsifer's head is a good question. <laughs> maybe you do she, see yeah, other I, phantoms out here but that no one else does. Here in, uh, here in Winter's Reach, though, there is there is no difference, right? Malsifer's reality is, is, the, is reality. Is the law of the is land, the at the very least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one. Um, sweet. So we make a phantom. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's even intentional, really, right? You drag this guy back to these, back to Winter's Reach to face trial and execution. Unfortunately, he's unconscious when we get back there, so we probably just lay him out and chop his head off mm-hmm. and uh, send it out back to be uh, processed down. Mm-hmm. The butcher finds him. <laughs> Does the butcher deal with uh, human flesh? Well, up if until the now, people it's don't eat this... it, the animals now, will. Yeah. We need chicken feed. Mm-hmm. I'll let him and uh, Lord Rosegrove duke it out over access to which parts of the corpses for their fertilizer versus the chicken feed. Lord Rosegrove really just wants the entrails and the blood. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they work out a peaceable deal and in nights to come, that will be one of the phantasms that plays out on the field there. Is, are the, you know, Lord Rosegrove and the Butcher, both sort of, um, what do you call it, character, caricaturely pulled into, you know, more gruesome visages of what they really are, arguing over this person's dead body and what flesh they want, and then the Butcher hacking them to bits. That too plays out in your yard. <laughs> Yeah, or in the future it will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll take some time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Looking back on these times. God, it's moments like this where I'm really excited. I've already found my 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 wife, my partner, because what? I don't know how I could ever date someone if I'm like, oh yeah, I do Twitch streaming and I play D&D and then they like watch the Dyson with Death episode. I don't think I could ever find a new mate. I think this shit is too fucking creepy and I would be alone for the rest of my life. Uh, That's just my random musings of a sweet Neil. Not sure what to make of that. Well then. Um, Soldiers, invaders driven away for now. Mm Mm-hmm. Poachers executed. Sacrifices made. Can we crank into some uh, raising? Yeah. Let's do it. How uh, do the rat catchers have any luck? Um, they were and just how... being hired today, so let's yeah, give it. So, some, let's give them so some we're, time. Yeah, we're churning into tomorrow. I think. All right, the next right, day. So I guess the yeah, they may we may not expect anything the first day, or maybe we do. Mm-hmm. Are there any new chicks? Yes. There are chicks born every day. And every day, there are chicks with flesh ready to be given up. Mm -hmm. 
So we keep sustainable numbers, but uh, winter demands its sacrifices. So I don't know what's a reasonable number. Like, a, I just I love yeah. the sustainability of the necromancer. It's like, well, we gotta find balance with our life here. So let's all stop eating as much meat. Let's stop using as many you know renew um, non-renewable resources. Let's mm-hmm. work in balance with the world here to kill everything. <laughs> this is like when yeah. this is like the the far left, like you know, eco terrorists sort of thing going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. the farthest of the far left is uh, is necromancy. I think I, so. <laughs> oh god! Everyone will work together for the greater good. <laughs> Everyone will be taxed with their souls. <laughs> All right. We couldn't get away from the political commentary for one I'm episode. Sorry. I'm I sorry. We were going to do it. We skipped, we skipped the uh, political memes pre-chat this time, but uh, mm-hmm. here you go. Malsifer Winters is really Bernie Sanders. <laughs> No, that was much. <laughs> Left romancers? Uh, I can get behind it. All right, okay. <laughs> Enough of that. <laughs> Don't DM when you've only had two hours of sleep, people. It's not a good idea. You're not DMing, you're just... Uh... Not... I should not be doing this. Um, Freewheeling. Free associating. All right. Focus. Focus. Okay. Woo. Let's. We got some spreadsheeting to do. Let's raise some monsters. How many of what do you want to raise? Um, at least a hundred skeletons. So that's well, I mean so eighty nine skeletons would if we if we can scrape together rats and chicks at a rate of eight a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, eighty nine, right? Divided mm-hmm. by eight is about eleven days. It's eleven days, just over tw- on the twelfth day, and that would finish. Mm-hmm. Is that well. achievable? Do we get at least eight rats a day? Oh yeah, definitely. After a couple, you might start with chickens, and then the rat yeah. production picks up. Uh, I've been thinking of a name for your ratter, and I can't quite come up with a good name for the does one wh- who gets the rats. Does one does one person capture the market? So I was uh, expecting it'd be like a. There's one person who then quickly employs a bunch of people under them, using the like, let's all work together and share mm-hmm. our profits, and I'll just like be the you know. There's the lead rat catcher and its subordinates. Um, mm-hmm. She is going to be named. I'll come up with a good name for her. So we have. I'm gonna. I'm assuming this. I don't think you'd be an effective rat catcher if you weren't marked. Is that a safe oh, assumption? Yeah. So I'm gonna subtract this from amongst the marked villagers. Excellent. Make a rat catcher. Did we come? Did you have a name? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Wait, villager surf, villager marked forty. Okay, we marked a lot of villagers. There's two groups of. I can combine these. Villagers. We can take fifty nine plus fifty two. Bring us to one, one, one. 
Uh, her name is Blair. I don't think we've used that one yet. Seems like a spooky name. Mm -hmm. All right. Oops, deleting that. And Blair <clears throat> has minions who will help catch the rats. All right. Should I mark other rat catchers, or is this a temporary enough thing that they can just be regular villagers? They can just be. Uh, you what? Okay. Uh, you should mark other rat catchers. They're going to be mm -hmm. wanting to be everywhere that the rats are, which is in and amongst the town and Winter's Reach. Uh, there are a total of four of them. No, three of them. There's a total of three of them. So she's got two underlings. Okay. Um, so go ahead and mark them as well. Yeah. Oops. Okay. No, she doesn't get a rat cleaver because she has. They have to bring them in alive. So they're mm -hmm. are they bringing? Do they find a way to like sedate them? Are they bringing them like unconscious in sacks, or are they bringing them in cages? They get a small club and a sack, <laughs> and you go in the sack and you knock them in. And you close and the so sack. Some of them might be squirming. There may be losses as some of them like eat each or kill each other inside the bags. But and some of them are killed instead of wounded. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay. Just um, don't set your bag of rats down in like, you know, in a place and leave if, it unattended because they will eat through that bag. Yeah, so you can let me know if they start to pile up and like we mm -hmm. need to start a rat farm or a bunch of rat cages outside the kitchens. But I think for, for now, those are probably the first choice for sacrifices. Yes. And so we'll churn ahead, raising eight skeletons a day for the foreseeable future. Okay. Are there any other uh, three days pass? Encounters? Three days, so I guess we'll add uh, twenty-four skeletons. Mm -hmm. uh, skeleton from eleven, thirty-five, and we're subtracting twenty-four from the corpse column. And it's on this day that yes. you are coming into town. Just to do your regular raising of skeletons and everything, you're waking up in the late morning or early afternoon. Your tea is set out for you. Tomas has some fresh new food. You know, he's got new, new types of things are being cut down. You suspect that you're being fed rat this morning. But you did say what? only eat the meat that has been properly sacrificed. So here you are eating rat. Uh, I'm gonna roll a grub skill check. <laughs> Go for it. Did the the butcher actually started cooking up the rats? Oh, well, Tomas would. cooked the rats. Oh, fucking Tomas! <laughs> uh, have I written a grub skill down? Hey, they're just following the orders you posted on the church door. I don't have a grub skill, so I'm gonna have to roll it. I think oh. eleven. I know oh, what you're up to, Tomas. <laughs> I think Malsifer spits this out and demands uh, not rat meat. Wait, don't but you I, love it? Isn't it a 31? You absolutely are. I am, despite, I, my, despite knowing that it's rat meat, uh, Mouser actually develops a taste for it. Okay. I mean, maybe uh, he doesn't realize it's rat meat. Or maybe he does. Well, maybe he realizes right? it afterwards. I have to, right? Or you have to, I guess. I think a one would be maybe ignorant bliss. <laughs> and the 20 is like, oh, this is and so good. Oh my god, this is rat. Yeah, but so I, I love it. Mmm. Yeah, okay, all right. They figured the butcher's specialty is now, uh, it's gonna be rat. Mm, I've what never had we... rat. It could be delicious, Ryan. 
Have you ever had rat? I have had uh, I've had rodent stew. I don't think. Well, I mean, I've had rabbit. I think it's more more like a a mousy thing. Oh no! uh, Is rodent? What is rodent stew? Well, yeah, it was. I think it was. Yeah. Where'd you eat this? (laughs) Uh, In in China, it was was translated. Yeah, as I, yeah. Field mouse stew or something like that, but uh, so I did yeah. All right, you're not. You can't Google my life, Neil. Oh, I can totally. Only, I can't. Actually only certain know. aspects of it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I hesitated to uh, to share that story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I. We. Yeah. Your adventuresome. Your adventures into eating different animals is fascinating and I am jealous you've had way more interesting creatures than I have slowly making my way there though <laughs> I, I don't think that you want to make a habit out of eating field mice but I uh, you know when in Rome as mm-hmm. they say when in when in Gadia when in Gadia okay. you eat, you eat anyway, the, uh, field mouse stew you have your deliciously prepared roasted rat meat Um, come down to the village to start your day and there is a new face in town Um, there is a a person here he is a young man Uh, he's set up a a little cart in the town square and he's selling wares um, potions and tonics and sort of like medicinal things Lilith is standing at his cart chatting with him uh, while a few other people are looking on a visiting apothecary, you say? Or like a traveling... What's this? Something like that. Malsifer is likely working at the uh, chapel. Yeah, oh, this is what you notice when you come down to begin work at the chapel. Okay. Is it set up like a cart? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, a looks like a, a cart that can be disassembled. Mm-hmm. Um, and Or like, you know, modified somehow. Um... Has he set and up like a storefront? Sort of, yeah. If we were to take a look at the yeah. Winter's Reach town map. Oops. Let's bring us over here. Mm-hmm. And zoom out a little bit. So he has set up his car um, sort of in front of Jimmy's house. Like right, right over here is where he set up his thing. Although that's definitely not to scale. And he's standing back behind it like this and... Is there Various a crowd? People. Yeah, there's maybe um, like a, a crowd. What is this? This is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Maybe like eight people plus Lilith mm-hmm. who are standing nearby chatting with him. Lilith is actually talking with him and they seem to be discussing or haggling over the, the price of something at his table while the other people are just looking on. Okay. Uh so I Malsifer just uh, stands behind the crowd and eavesdrops. Uh, do I recognize this guy? Definitely not. He's you've never seen him in your village before. You might not know everyone by name, but you recognize an out of place face. So I would, and then I would know. Uh, then he, yeah, okay. Hmm. So he might not even know me. To see me. 
So mm-hmm. for at least for the time being, Mouseford just sort of walks over and looks on with curiosity, as I'm guessing most of the crowd is, mm-hmm. and listens in he on this seems... conversation unless he's uh, noticed or called out. He seems pretty engaged with Lilith at this moment, is and she, like... they are talking about this um, anti-venom that he claims he has, and she's asking him some pretty specific questions about it, mm-hmm. um, including dropping a, like, oh, does this cure against like a South Aridonian sea snakes. Uh, And he gives her a quizzical look and says, my dear lady, perhaps you have never ventured too far from home, but there's no such thing as South Aridonian sea snakes. That just simply isn't a genus. And she gives a nod and goes, yes, of course. I'm glad you know that though. Can never be too sure with these snake oil salesmen coming through towns and he smiles back, you know, having passed the the knowledge test of whether he's a legitimate salesman or not. Um, uh, is and, there any writing on the cart? Like, does it have a sign saying apothecary uh, or snake oil sold here? Uh, rather than a, or a symbol? like, um, there's no words, but there's like a little symbol. It's like a, a potion with a snake coiled above it, and it's like head pointing down into the the potion. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, Who, and after what five, this guy, what does the uh, what does the snake oil salesman look like? He's a young man, maybe early twenties, mid twenties at the latest. He's got yeah. a, a fairly clean and clear complexion, short, ruddy, red hair, uh, freckled how, cheeks. How did he get past all the dead, all the undead? <laughs> Didn't know winters. I mean, I'm I'm kind of pleased that Winter's Reach is still functioning as a village if travelers can make it in. Right? Maybe. It's a good sign. Oh, is Maybe. it? That people can get know. through? I don't is know. He, is he, he's not marked, is he? You've never is there seen any way him to tell? Um, I've he's got, certainly never marked him. He's got long sleeves on, so you can't see his arms. Yeah, do I have any divination-type abilities that would even help here? I don't think so. Can detect spirits, but I couldn't like detect a mark or detect. Well, a... the the mark does take a year of life, right? Yeah, I feel it's, like it's you okay. could. Maybe we should alter the text of detect spirit to include enchantments made of one year of spiritual love energy. It just says shredding some of their life force and scattering it to the winds. You can follow mm. the path. It takes to detect spirits. Life force is strongly attracted to spiritual force. Blah 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 blah. Oh, so it's just one HP. Mm-hmm. Especially strong sources may hide or obscure weaker ones, but detection is ten feet per caster level. It just it. Let me see. It lead. It will flow in the direction of this. Okay, so including any undead made with at least one year of spiritual force. But a mark is made with one year of spiritual force. Right. So, so with two years of spiritual yeah. force, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh. presumably it two? would work. Really? Yeah. Two. I need to track three more years then for those three people. I just. Uh, oh. Thank you for. I just marked. Um, Sorry, there's one. All right. Uh, where is? Right. Um, and then for one point of HP, I can use it to tech spirits. Mm-hmm. And I presumably need to pull out my hunting's ni- hunter's knife and uh, cut right, yourself draw a little this, bit. Draw this one point of HP, right? Yeah. 
Um, Can I uh, maybe roll to do this discreetly or moot? Sure, there's a, a small crowd here. You could, if you want to do it in the crowd, you can give me like a charisma check or a, a, sli- a dexterity check, or you could maybe like move into the tavern and do it from there uh, where your people will see you, but this guy yeah, won't. Yeah, I think maybe, then maybe I'll set to work across the, st- I'll go to the church where I was, the chapel where I was planning, mm-hmm. check in on the uh, skeleton operation there, the raising operation there. Yeah, and you can and, do uh, 60 feet, so there. yeah, perfect. Um, so I will, uh, I'll drop to 16 out of 17 HP. Mm-hmm. And, well, I'm, yeah. 16 out of 22. We've got our spirit armor up. Um, and I guess just let, you know, if this guy's actually selling, like, I'm happy to have a traveling salesman, if that's what he really is, come through and trade it. Is he just selling uh, anti-venom, or does he have a full no, he's got all sorts shop laid out? Yeah, he's got all sorts of things in here. That's cool. No, it'd be great to resupply. So I'll maybe chat with Lilith when she's done and tell her she can spend more money if she thinks he's actually got anything useful. Sure. Um, does my tech spirits yield uh, anything? No, he seems like a, a non-marked individual. He's not a ghost. Um, he seems like a, a regular Joe that is somehow in town. Yeah, I guess you can outrun zombies and... Uh, and the skeletons are all up at the estate at the moment, although they do frequently march through town. <laughs> Maybe around town. Okay. All right. Yeah, so, and it uh, looks like, despite being set up across from the church, he hasn't seen the graveyard behind it that is completely ripped up with bodies uh, it's being ex- pulled excavated. out. Right. Um, and I think the bot. Well, how many? We got a lot of bodies, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a corpse pile in the backyard, isn't there? Mm-hmm. And, and pretty soon the, the butcher is yeah. going to be starting to hack things apart in the rectory. <laughs> um, so this guy's about to witness some terrifying shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Are you going to take any? You make any changes to your plan to accommodate this new person, or just let it roll? I think we still are going to. Let's see. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think we're. I, I think we're still going to raise eight skeletons today. We're gonna make our sacrifice. I don't think we're gonna we're gonna alter our plans. I think what should happen maybe I don't know who what this guy's past is or what he's heard about this place. So he should probably make some sort of you know, you make some sort of role to see if he notices the specifics and then you can decide how he reacts from there. Oh wow. You know what? He rules poorly. And he's mm-hmm. got a busy shop all day long. People are coming to the first yeah. outsider since the probably priest. Probably hears some creepy ass shit coming from the chapel across the street. But and business is booming. Probably heard creepy rumors about this place. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't think if he does, unless he like passes a perception check, I don't think he's going to see a skeleton walking around. Not during unless the daytime. In the church, and I think if he did try to go in the church, he'd probably get you know. Mouseworm might try to stop him before we walked in the door, but I think he probably just is so busy he doesn't doesn't bother. Mm-hmm. Probably better to not investigate. He's making some money. Do I get to chat with Lilith ever? Yeah, and ask her if you. Know, you know. Were they speaking the common tongue? Is that was that what I overheard? Uh, you overheard him speaking. 
They were they were speaking yeah, in Eridonian. Eridonian. Yeah, yeah. And he was speaking with a very heavy Eridonian accent, um, specifically <laughs> like a um, uh, a northwestern, northeastern Eridonian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A mainlander accent. Hmm. So I'll. I'll ask Lilith at, Lilith at some point during the day is uh, is that uh, alchemist uh, he sells or a huckster I haven't tried it myself but he seemed to know his trade I have a bit of anti-venom here but there's only one way to test if it works she grimaces, and that's not a pleasant notion. I guess, Keep it uh, on stock in case we need it. Does he have any other supplies that uh, you... Oh, a great many things! Uh, he has attracted many of the men in town to his cart, especially. Uh, hmm. Certain aphrodisiac here, some powdered <laughs> rhino horn there. Uh, he even claims to have a some oil of a newt that <clears throat> well well what you may not know this my lord but some men have problems and <clears throat> I understand and, and this the oil uh, should this cure them the, the yes oil the, of newt oil well, of newt I don't any, know if it are, works are there any supplies that you would actually find useful that we should procure while we have this? Uh... She produces for you. Um, let me give you the exact names. She produces for you a fresh supply of mandrake root and milkweed extract, uh, which are okay. sedatives that can be used for all sorts of things. And we don't uh, have these here or in, in our own woods? I have some, but mandrake root is very hard to grow in the Blumwood. It needs drier conditions. Um, and milkweed requires wetter conditions. I used to get mine imported from Gator Beach, but, well, that source dried up. All right, then. Uh, so she's already bought everything that she would need. She's bought a few uh, things. Like They're... Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you, you've Perhaps. been paying these people fairly well for all sorts of yeah. stuff and bringing in looted yeah, treasure. I don't want to bleed money to, uh, to, this, uh, to the rhino horn industry, but if he brings other useful supplies. Yeah. So Malsper yeah. says to Lilith, hmm, well, if, uh, if having a, uh, having this traveling apothecary come through town mm-hmm. is, a, uh, is a boon for the village. Perhaps you should uh, you can encourage him to uh, you know, yes. to return again in some time. Yes. Perhaps make an order. All sorts of things here. She says, pulling out you know, bits yeah. of stuff here and there. This is a Ipecac Ipecac tincture. It'll do induce vomiting in someone who has eaten something foul. And uh, this here, and she starts like pulling out smelling salts and uh, like this leech love thing that sort of numbs 
areas as like a, a mild anesthetic, not an anesthetic, antiseptic, anesthetic, mm-hmm. anesthetic. Well, um, stock, yeah, restocked supplies for the village, and uh, welcome him back. The hunters can even uh, escort him if need be, or keep 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 an he, eye on him. If need be. He said he arrived by boat, pulled up to the coast, and just came on in. He has his own boat. Mm-hmm. A small one, so he claims. No crew. Hmm. Um, I don't well, think he knows what is happening here, my lord. <laughs> Should I leave it alone? Hmm. What is, uh... Hmm. What is happening here? There, sure, there's war between Eridon and the old houses of Gadia. But, uh... No need to, uh, interrupt trade for this honest merchant, if he is indeed an honest merchant. We're probably... We'll keep an eye on him. But I think this is... It's it's fine. Everything's fine, right? Good. Good. He's got a... And um, one other thing, my lord. I have found what to do with the... Boar dial. The Crocor? I'm still working on a name for it. Um, but I told you I, I was looking for a way to counterbalance the 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 hind side. Yes. Oh yes. I have something Did that you, you may wish to see. Yeah, we'll uh, head over to her hut if we weren't already. On the way there, she tells you that she has been um, paying the hunters extra for any snakes that they can trap and bring to her alive. alive. And when she opens the door. Um, well, you know, they're dead now But when she opens the door to her house There is this Carcass of a, a boar that's beginning To rot pretty badly With an alligator head or crocodile head Attached to it and the rear end Is maybe a mess of like 20 or 30 snakes that have been just like Stitched onto the back of it um, Some of them are are fairly Short like 3 foot snakes Some of them are like seven-foot snakes, like fairly thicker ones, constrictor snakes even. It's a mess of constrictors and and venomous snakes and non-venomous snakes and just, like, everything. It hasn't walked yet, but it might work. It's beautiful. Alright. They didn't need to come to her alive, right? They could have brought dead snakes. They could, but she wanted them alive to pick the the ones that seemed best for this task, you know? Hmm. So does she have living snakes, or did she use, use uh, them all? She does have a, a small cage with living snakes in it. Of course, the ones that she attached to this thing had to be dead first so that they wouldn't bite her while she was working with them. It seems like we needed uh, anti-venom a while ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's do this. Uh, has she already made small incisions in their heads, or is this, uh, or is, 
the body yes. has been prepared the, for animation. The boar body has had a, a small incision made, a piece of the bone removed, like in a, in a spot where it could be removed, but it's placed back in, and there's like just a few loose sutures holding that flap of skin over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll notice that all of the snakes have been very carefully prepared so that each one of them can be adjusted. Um, and she tells you, I, I don't know if the snakes need work themselves or... Or every how brain. Every brain? vessel, intact brain, medium creature. Mm-hmm. We're saying small zombies are probably more challenging, like they each need to be done. Or checks need to be made. In the past, we made checks, I think, to animate mm-hmm. the small Well, heads. why don't you give me a willpower check to try and animate a, a snake for the whatever first this, time? Whatever. We've done, we've got animated snakes. Okay. Right? Give me didn't, a willpower oh, no, check no, to... Didn't we? I don't do, think we, we did. did. Yeah, there are three snakes on the end of Snake Bear Stack. Oh yeah, yeah. called yeah. Snake Bear Stack. We've done this right, before. Right. Right? There were surgeries. A bunch of snakes were butchered in the process. But this is mm-hmm. a new creation. I think a willpower check seems fine. Sure. So I don't remember if we said this on stream or not. But you were saying just as a necromancers need something akin to spell learning or spell research, mm-hmm. right? And so first time you use a new ability spell raise a new undead, you would roll a willpower check, failure being an option, resources potentially being lost, right? Right, right. I don't know if it would be too punishing to have, like, the years get used anyways, or just the body. Maybe it'd be fair to, like, waste a year, waste a year. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So we can I think try. that's fair, yeah. So give me a check. Yeah. My willpower, I think, is 15. Whew, barely, but we, we By the pass. skin of your teeth. All right. Mm. And that's for the... Uh, that was for the... Ha- I think one for the creatures, probably. Five. I don't think it makes sense to roll one for every single snake. No, I think it's one to... to... But the cre- does the creature take 20 years, one for each snake, to animate? No. Right, that's what we did with Snake Bear Stag. Snake Bear Stag was animated with. Oh, maybe it was just. Maybe they were frac. Maybe one animated all three snake tails. I think we did something favorable like that. Yeah, um, I think it was. I think it was one for the snake. One for the snakes. One for the bear. One for the stag. Well, Lilith has done something different with these, um, mm-hmm. and as the creature comes to unlife, she tells you that it's, she didn't just sew the snakes on to the creature um, and she'll like reveal this area that's all stitched on the back and un- cuts through the stitches and kind of lifts up the hind quarter section of the the boar mm-hmm. and you can see that the snakes have been flayed so that their skeletons themselves have been wrapped around like the skeleton of the, the boar mm-hmm. so that it's all like one continuous nervous, nervous system, system. Mm-hmm. so the one Okay. So, and did she uh, have to like pulverize their brain and recombine it or combine it all like a little less a little bit of each snake's brain or maybe all of each snake's brain removed and drained she, she didn't do that no no but tying together the spinal cord the nervous system was enough it seemed to be enough yeah Ooh. all right how many uh years of life does this take so if, we, if i'm looking at zombies oh. now zombies zo- large zombies just take one hp in one year yeah, I feel like because this is maybe in the same ballpark as Large Zombie, um, so one HP in one year seems fine because it is a weird mixture of all sorts of things, and you might need just a little bit of life force to combine the various disparate creatures into one functioning mm-hmm. thing. 
So a, a year and a HP makes sense to me. Okay. Um, so I will subtract one year, and I will now be at 15 out of 17 HP. Mm. I'll have to treat my uh, fresh hand wound, and be on my way, I suppose. Okay. It was a good day. So I think this day we don't get any... I reanimate this, so I don't know if I... Oh, that's probably one less skeleton or something, so maybe only seven skeletons this day. Sure, sure. Um, and we shall churn ahead. The mm-hmm. pop, the traveling alchemist, whatever, moves on. Uh, no, he did He's good business gold. here. So he stays the night in the tavern, just okay. sleeping on the common room floor. Um, and you see him in town again the next morning. Mm. It's it's fine. Everything's fine. So let's uh, keep raising uh, raising skeletons. Uh, so 35 plus another 7 brings us to 42 skellies. Beautiful. And, um, and the hunters and trappers will keep on making new furs for them. I don't know if they'll quite be able to keep up eventually. There may be some contingents of skeletons that don't have full armor. We'll address that issue when we come to it or do some right. timing calculations. Yeah, well, they definitely can't make eight suits of armor a day. Mm-hmm. That's definitely out of beyond their ability so we'll yeah, just they had been set to making them a while like weeks ago mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. so they've been they've been churning and out been, armor wherever they yeah, can we've been, right we've been uh, what do you call it pillaging the abandoned yeah. villages nearby yeah scavenging mm-hmm. that's probably a full-time thing right mm-hmm. you aren't sharp enough to be a hunter maybe you become a scavenger and you uh spend your time wandering out to these uh out to these abandoned villages and dragging back things that maybe uh, some of the farmers have sold their get, remaining get livestock to other farmers and have taken to scavenging instead, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, life goes on. How long does this uh, alchemist apothecary stick around? Well, I feel like he, he probably gets a perception check every, every day to uh, see if he notices. Yep. Something amiss in this town. Second day, he doesn't notice anything either. Yeah. Does he Just stay there. another night in the tavern? He does. Yeah. Uh, is Bates the tavern owner? I believe so. Yep. So uh, Mousefur will speak with Bates at some point and at least ask if, yeah, if he's paying for uh, On the paying for his drinks or etc. Yeah. Yeah. And Bates says, paying oh. To, paying to hitch up his cart. He's, um... Been doing quite well, my lord. I, we've been putting them up in the common room, bringing out the furs for him, the bearskin rugs to sleep on. Uh, and he's that been. Reminds me, I've got to go animate that bearskin rug. Um, and uh, yes, he's been paying in copper and silver, and uh, is a generous tipper, my lord. We could use more fine folk like him. Very well, then. I think we should move the uh, this operation, the the uh, raising up to the estate, I think. So I think tonight 
Mousefort is going to have his uh, skeletons move, remove all of uh, all the bodies up the hill mm. under uh, cover of darkness. So that day will crank ahead as usual. But just doing so, it from... Doing it behind closed doors in the church, right? And mm-hmm. presuming that the apothecary is not going to bother visiting the chapel. Mm-hmm. The doors will stay closed, right? No one will... I don't think... The, the locals don't use it, do they? Mm-mm. Well, but sometimes, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if they so use we'll it one more day of that. Yeah, I'll raise eight more skeletons. What does that bring you to? An even 50. 113 minus another eight is one. Very nice. Oh, five. Um, wow. And that night, we will direct our skeletons, skeleton warriors. I don't think we need... We got a lot. What are you doing that night with them? Uh, the 55 skeleton spearmen will probably be enough. They're going to mo- relocate the body, the flayed bodies from the church mm-hmm. and from the, you know, from the backyard. Maybe they've been covered with a tarp or something like that. And there's just like, a <laughs> pile of... You move them all up to Winters. We're going to move reach. them all up to the, uh, to the estate. estate and do the raising in the orchard or something like that. Right. Perfect. Probably not a good idea to have hundreds of bodies piled out behind the church. Yeah, the smell is getting kind of gross, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you might not care or notice because you spend so much time up to your elbows and guts. Mm -hmm. But um, it'd be better for the people. Yeah. Yeah, less dysentery all around. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so we'll do this mass moving overnight. Uh, that's on the, the night, the second night that the yeah. apothecary is in town. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't even need to make a check on his third day then. Yeah. Um, and we'll be done in the church. The creepy noises will stop. Aside from some uh, weird stains in one of the corners. Yeah. And maybe a lot of dirt around. And the excavated, the exhumed graves in the back. Everything's fine, right? And aren't there t- there's tombstones built around the wall, right? Built in the, every grade that was ex- excavated. Mm-hmm. A, tomb, a tombstone, the, the stone was stacked at the edge of the yard. Yeah, it's not so it's a creepy place. Closely. But there's no active necromancy going on in the village for now. Just passive necromancy, okay. right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, good, good. Um, you can get another day of work, bringing you to 58 okay. skeletons. And it is on the fourth morning of this apothecary in town that uh, you wake up, or when you wake up late in the morning or early afternoon, as you tend to do since you work late hours, uh, you get a a knock on your door waking you up. It's Lord Rose Grove, and he tells you that, "Ah, my lord... The young man from in town, the visitor, has come to see you. Here? Yes, sir. I I have him waiting in the parlor for when you're ready. Yeah, I, uh, Malsifer strides downstairs in his, uh, whatever, it's like leather trench coat, whatever his house robe is. Mm Mm-hmm to see this uh, visiting apothecary in the parlor. Um, He stands as you approach and gives you a heavy bow and looks up at you, looks up at you with a 
not quite a smile, but like a, a pleasant face, and says, Ah, uh, Lord Winter, I presume. I nod. I, you're the uh, alchemist. Yes, my name is Sirhan. Um, Sirhan. I, I, yeah. am, uh, I am Lord Winter. I welcome uh, you to, uh, to my lands. And I gesture with open arms. You have brought much uh, business. Yes. Village of Winter's Reach. Well, it is about that business I see. I've come to see you because I am leaving soon, today, in fact. Um, I didn't get a chance to speak with you, and I wanted to know if you had anything you wished to purchase from me. I have no need for I of Newt. Of course, Not of course. You need to sell me. Uh, well, is there anything? I don't think a ne- I don't think a necromancer has any need for this zeroth level NPC apothecary's wares, do I? I don't, I don't think have so. like material components that I need to import, other no. than his life force, <laughs> which we'll uh, let him hang on to for now. Of course, you you don't. I just I thought I would be sure. No, but uh, your tells me you have. Uh, uh, useful wares and that you are an honest merchant you may continue to do business in this village in fact I, I encourage you to return with whatever uh, supplies have been requested mm. however mark my words I am stern with those that uh, seek to guile my people I'll have no uh, snake oil sold here such a saying translates. Uh, of course. Well then, uh, I shall be off. Um, maybe I'll be back in a couple of months after I do my tour around Gadia. Mm, do I need to tax this guy? Is that a common thing? Probably. Or do did I did, did Winter's Reach it get would, enough out of him? It would not be unreasonable for you to in to uh, enforce a tax on him. Typically, that's the sort of thing the sheriff, Freddy, would take care of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could take that job on yourself if you wanted. I, I'm not sure if the thought would even cross Mouseford's mind. Maybe is there a random check you could think of to roll to see if it even occurs to me, or should I just... What about a gator I'm bear not... snake image? Is that oh, gosh. a good enough check? Oh, is, is Matthew Berger drawing along in chat? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's horrifying. Oh, yeah, look at that thing. It's terrible. Oh, What's the name of that Egyptian deity or whatever? The soul eater? You know what I'm talking about? Ooh. I'll Google it real quick. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. Amit, I think. Devourer of the dead, eater of hearts. Mm. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a lion, or it's like a crocodile lion, or something like that. Sweet. That lived right. Yeah, it served uh, Anubis and ate the souls of the dead. Devourer of the dead, eater of hearts. Mm. Rate of death. 
yeah, he lived near the scales of justice in the underworld. Cool stuff. Yes. Build your own soul eater. Uh, it looks so friendly and happy. It's just want. It's so glad to be alive. <laughs> Isn't it a good boy? <laughs> <laughs> we should replace okay. the show good boy emote with this guy's face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, so I think this uh, apothecary leaves without paying his taxes. His taxes sure. He gives you a, a deep given, bow. He's, he's and given leave to return with whatever you know goods yeah. Lilith or the other uh, citizens requested, and he's on yeah. his way. Sure. Um, uh, as he I makes his way for the door, he mm -hmm. leaps at you and draws a knife and goes to assassinate you. Uh, this dummy. Um. Let's make a roll to hit as our disguised assassin who spent three it's days been... in your horrifying town <laughs> uh, tries to fucking murder you. Sure. Um, uh, can roll a surprise check or something to see if I'm surprised. Uh, I, by now I have regained my HP. It's been okay. at least right with Lilith's tending. I would have gained two in a day. So that'd be fine. Yeah. Ooh, a two on the D10. That so is definitely a surprise. Yep. Yeah, it seems... Uh, I, I tried to roleplay the surprise, and you seem yeah. to be. I was sort of... suspicious of this guy, but uh, I mean... he seemed to pass muster. But yeah, uh, so make that. Uh, but it's a full front, right? He's. I was looking at him, so he comes lunging at me with a hidden knife. Right, uh, or from your side. I don't know. I you know the the specifics of who's looking where at what point in time. So I think you get surprised, but not back attack. Right. Right. Because um, I, I don't have AC bonus, or I don't have dex. I've got my le my leather gives me AC of thirteen or something like okay. that. So plus one I'm... for surprise. He gets uh, thieves get two every three to hit. Yeah, yeah. Your new, yeah, your your new your thief rebuild gets okay. uh, priest combat stats. Right, clear okay. combat stats. So his attack bonus is not great. Especially if you're in leathers, but this is his one opportunity here. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, nine I'm gonna guess and that anti-venom is not effective. <laughs> uh, a fourteen. You a nine plus five. Four, fourteen, is 14. should hit my thirteen AC, right? Yeah. I don't think I get any. There's certainly no bonuses. It's unlikely I'd be in my chain in this moment. So uh, I think that's a hit. Um, okay, so. I do have a charge of. I do have spirit armor. Okay. Might still, does he still get assassinate? If it's like he a, still if it's, gets his assassinate, but the spirit yeah. armor will just absorb a large amount of it. Yeah. Um, so he will and roll. We'll find out if it's poisoned. Ooh. If it. Uh, he does thirteen points of damage. So he drives the dagger into uh, into Lord, our Lord Winter. Thirteen, you say? Thirteen. Of How which much? did I? Do I? Can we? Did we say my spirit armor is level six or was it still level five? Uh, what, how much HP are you down? Oh, no, that doesn't matter. Um, right, because that's just by percentage. I, for some reason, I was thinking it's only five, but... It might uh, be. We, well, I always talk six. about... I always stress about upgrading it, but, uh... Yeah, I think it's still five. Oh, I have ten. I have four marks, so that dings off a third... So, okay, I think this is still a level five spirit armor. So it soaks five. I take eight of 13, bringing me to nine. Okay. Yeah. Mouse for cries and pain, 
and cries out, Assassin! And we enter combat after this break. See you guys on the other side. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Let's Assassin! get it started. All right, Melsifer, it's you versus the assassin in front of you. Ooh, it was a little bit too big draw. Um, so I cry out. Uh, there should be skeletons within earshot, so I think maybe do the same thing, like decide a number of rounds before uh, reinforcements show up. Sure. Um, where do you keep your skeletons? Uh, we've been ra- we raised them in the orchards the other day. Mm-hmm. There's some in the hedges too. The skeletal warriors, I think, stationed in the orchard. Which is hundred, yeah. So the the, ro- the skeletons in the uh, in the hedges are probably the closest. Right, the blood knights in the house, right? That seems that the seems... hedges are four hundred feet away. It's unlikely through the walls that they will hear you. Uh, are there blood knights in the house? It seems there's thirteen of them. They've got to be they... somewhere, right? They've got to be somewhere, right? Do they the live mage, on the second floor? I think floor? the mage stays in the house for sure, right? Or does he stay out with the... Uh... Well, the mage for the time being is just a regular skeleton, right? Yes, correct. Uh, yeah. But I think he... Maybe he's probably in the creepy tower. Okay, that's perfect. He could hear the summons of his master. Maybe the closest. So I don't know. I mean, I think I'll... I think I would... I'm trying to turn that stuff into your hands, right? So you... Okay. Judge based on the way I've described my positioning of undead when sure. they might when they might show up, how many of them I hear. You could even randomize it and roll and see. I I had a That's range clear. and I rolled to see where on the range it was going to be and I did not roll favorably for you. So and like yeah. you know, Rose Grove is outside the door. Right. Right. So, so he would the, certainly hear this. Yeah. The closest skeletons are either going to be in your basement where a few of them have been stationed to help with minor tasks and uh, upstairs in the tower. Mm-hmm. Um, so either way, you're probably not going to be able to... Uh, they probably Shout won't be able them. to hear you unless you can make some effort to get closer to them. Like, yeah. your your cellar is right here. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you could like get your head out this window or get outside, you could shout to them. And yeah. you would need to get to like the second floor to shout to the the, the ones upstairs, right? Because the second yeah. floor, you could come through these doors and, and shout to the, the tower. Yeah, fair enough. Probably should start stationing uh, skeletons in the, in the manor, but we'll get to that. Skeletons yeah. in the closets and stuff. Necessity is the mother of invention, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so our would-be assassin goes next and steps uh, towards yeah. you with the dagger and tries to plunge it in you again. You are not surprised. This is not an assassinate. This is just an attack roll, uh, which is a natural one. He goes towards you and trips. Ooh. His foot gets stuck in the mouth of the bear. If only it had been animated, it would have chomped him. Um, mm. But his foot catches on the the fang. Yeah. He stumbles so forward, Mel- runs yeah, into Mel- the table, is, like sidestepping. Um, yeah, going to block the door. 
Um, where's my bardish? Is it hanging? There's a. There's certainly a hanger above them on the mantle, mm-hmm. where it has historically been displayed. That is where is you always in? keep it. That's right yeah, there. That's where it is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Like unless I'm taking it into battle. And that's the. Where it is. So I think the branding iron is a, nearby as well, but it's not yeah. been in the fire yet. Yeah. I would love to get a withering touch off, but I assume that would provoke OAs, unless this critical miss would have uh, would have provoked such a thing. Uh, no. Like, would that allow me to get a hand on him? Probably not. Maybe. No, if, I think it's still making another critical attack. miss. I would like to, uh, you know, like to take said opportunity to get a hand on him to get a sure. Like, but I'll for now, that. I think I'm going to burn this round. I'm going to like circle around him. I guess he, he's fum- stumbling, so maybe this gives me an opportunity to go to the go to the fireplace, grab the Bardish, come back. Sure. Wield a larger weapon, not attack this round, but sort yeah, of keep I think him, mechanically keep you like him the door, pick yeah. up my pick up the larger weapon. Yeah. Roll into the next round. All right. Let's roll. Well, I was going for I rolled initiative to go for a hunting knife, my hunting knife, but okay. but I I don't think that was a necessary. So let's roll initiative again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's no sense in He's probably not going to grapple with me. He's going to go stab for me. So I guess I'll roll with this Bardish. Ooh, that's oh, slow. my God. Maybe it's I need to so maybe I need slow. to ready my strength to get some bonuses to damage. Uh, he will go for a stab on you again. Yeah, roll the hit with an 11 plus four. Right. Hold on. Uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, level plus four is a fifteen. He Sweet. how much damage? Probably, hits probably you with the dagger five, for three. No, yeah, he does so d four. Soaked by a charge of spirit armor, and may, like he may have thought he had a chance initially. Well, the first like one spirit. did so. Like clearly, did. he hit home and yeah. he bled out. And I'm, I this one's out. more like a a slash at you and it hits you but you're wearing your armor so maybe he doesn't recognize that it didn't even hit you realize that i don't even bleed Mm -hmm. you're already Um, covered in all this other blood so i'm taking up the bardish this curved executioner's axe Mm -hmm. um uh Oh, I was thinking about I was thinking about a strength. I wanted to remind myself what a, the unholy strength ritual was, because it might be nice to get that off before varnishing. Unholy strength. Three years of your life. Well, one year is what I've, I'm looking at. Oh, is there a six point two? Oh, yeah, maybe. You, I don't. I don't know which document we're reading from. You can use one. I have it now written as three, but... Okay, that's fine. I also rate, uh, changed it so the strength returns at a three per day instead of one per day. Because I thought one per day was too punishing. Yeah, sure. I've seen three. Okay. Um, and this is like a full... This would be a full round action? Uh, yeah, it's a spell. So it's a, a full action. Yeah, I think I want to strengthen myself. Um... Let's just do the three so to 17. So I hoist the Bardish, but before I do that, I like grimace and like brace myself and cast off the unholy strength this round, like by the end, at the end of the round. Mm-hmm. I rolled Your an eight initiative for the Bardish, but so this would have been faster, sure. but it doesn't really matter. So I'll boot, I'll take three years to boost three strength or six hours, right? Nice. One, one. Yeah, going to eight. 
the assassin circles around, sort of making, flicking attacks with his blade during the round to keep you off balance. Uh, but, no words are exchanged. Uh, yeah, some yeah. mouse throws, yeah, just blocking the doorway, Bardish in hand, muscles bulging underneath the leather, tr- leather trench coat. Uh, well, let's roll, we roll initiative again, because mm-hmm. I spent that around casting, preparing. Oops, I keep uh, rolling three uh, instead of two. He should have another five. All right, he goes first. All right. Uh, makes another lunge. Yeah, he makes a right. lunge, like a feint with his left hand. And then I guess he a, could go. there's a window uh, behind him, right? A jab with the right. There is, yeah. but he's not going for it. He's not here to run away. He's here to does kill he you. Two, does he have two daggers? He has one dagger. One dagger. He's making okay. one hand attacks. Uh, <laughs> a 15, I'm sorry, 14 to hit you. That does do it. I need my mail. The dragger, dagger drives home for three points of damage, totally absorbed by your spiritual shield. But there is only one left. Let's hope that I can take him down with a lucky execute. Uh, I get plus one for level, plus one for strength. Varnish uh, comes up. Varnish go. 20. And oh my Natural god, it comes down. That is the crit that I needed. You, it's a single damage? crit. No, he's got 11 HP, so single crit, double damage. Yeah, yeah, sorry. All right. 2d10 plus one for, for strength. 11 AC. 14 points of oh. damage. The Bardish hits That's... him heavily in his left shoulder. The hand and arm sort of le- uh, dangle limply where the Bardish cut into him. He grits mm-hmm. in pain, tears coming to his eyes, streams of blood running down his apothecary arm. Is it apothecary uh, arms? I don't know. Arms. His <laughs> arms. assassin's arm. Poisoner. Mm-hmm. I think the, the Bardish, like, is heavy. Despite my... And I flung it hard. Maybe it's like... I don't know. It's resting on the ground. Mouse for slow on the draw. He gets another stab in if he'd, uh, if he'd like uh, to take it. Oh, he definitely will. I'm just looking for... <clears throat> Here we go. All right, we don't have to worry about that then. Uh, he will go for another stab on you. Uh, natural 20, modified 24. Uh, what's your AC? Uh, in leather, it's 13. So, triple damage with his dagger. Wait, I think he has no armor. He has AC 11. One AC from 11 dex. dex, one from dex. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so 3d4 damage for this stab. You know, it's maybe when you're bringing your Bardish back, or up for the next attack, he goes in and gets you, like, one stab under one arm, one stab under the other arm, and a, a slash across your belly. Or, ooh, one plus three plus three is a total of seven. He gets a, it's a, wait, he, he rolled a, you said a 24, which clears uh, a 24, by, which clears by 11. Clears by 11, so that's triple damage. Yeah. Did you nerf crits in a Cuban Knights? Is that a thing that you uh, did? We nerfed it to single and double crits, but no triple or quadruple. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, so you said seven damage, five of which gets soaked by the armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two goes through. Return fire. I don't think we're going to get that lucky again, but we'll probably we'll try. There's no... Yeah, withering touch would provoke an OA. I'm not, we're we're going to get that lucky again. We're oh, all the same. my There's God. There's no way to eke out another plus one to make that a better crit, huh? I can't right, think I'm of one. Everything. I've got, well, I just got my one for level... I got a one for having 17 strength now. Uh-huh. There's no That's other... It. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Um, so it. just two, another 2d10 plus it's two. only a single crit. 2d10 plus one. Mm-hmm. 11. Oh, my God. 
the next attack comes and it's more of just like a, a long cut from his uh, other shoulder across his body mm-hmm. down to his hip. It's big, nasty gash. And mm-hmm. the assassin you cannot, is not badly wounded. kill the Lord of Winter. All right, let's Lay roll down initiative. your knife and serve me. He rolls an uh, eight. I don't think there's any way I can beat that. Um, so I'm just going to roll with Bardish unless the opportunity presents itself to uh, to get a withering touch off before that. Or before All right. Well, yeah. on his turn, seeing the huge amount of damage he's taken, he is going to disengage and jump through your window. Disengage. Um, okay. So it can. All right. Uh, roll a uh, roll like an acrobatic check to get out the window. Is that what you're thinking? Sure. It's a die. I'll just give him like a. An OA? No, no, because he took the disengage action. So I'll give him a dex check to give a, a proper window dive. Uh, dex is Tumbling 15. Tumbling raw dex, yeah. Yeah. 15 and 17 is 32. He gets yeah. through it no problem, forming a perfect only... ball, hitting the ground, rolling through, and he can only go one-third his movement. So it, yeah. instead of... I think of... the windows... I guess if he's like a proficient jumper tumbler, maybe he can move through the window without costing movement. Yeah, I figure if he's a, a tump, like the dex check is him diving through it without taking extra yeah. movement. So um, one, and he can what, go... one third of 120 yards? Uh, he was inside. Feet? So we're going to use combat feet. So it'd be, um, so it'd be, it'd be 40 feet. feet, right? Yeah, so he can get to about... Mm-hmm. God, that's not very far at all. Yeah, it's it out seems the like window. a reasonable thing to dive through a window and get that far. Yeah, and he, it doesn't uh, jump away. Uh, that seems right, reasonable. right. He's ducking here, weaving there, sort of waiting for you to, to feint your attack. And on the recoil, yeah. he jumps out the window, rolls up, dusts the glass off of him, and starts bolting. Next round, he'll be moving in yards because he's just running. But yeah. um, this round, what do you do? Um, I think I'm going to try to subdue him, chase him down. So I'll roll of my own. Can I make a strength check instead to, like, the... The window's now open, so mm-hmm. just to, like, climb out the window and pursue. Yeah, Do I you can make a check, or is it, can I just follow no, him? No, you can just get through the window. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, I, I mean, if his back is turning me, he won't get an OA, right? So I can get chase you. him down and Ooh, try and get a withering yeah. touch. Give me your withering um, touch. Yeah. Uh, it um, looks like you rolled with Bardish, though. That's I fine. rolled initiative with Bardish, yeah. Yeah. You can. Right, but I told yeah. you that if an opportunity presented itself to Withering Touch, I would like to switch to that. That's fine. Right. You're already last in the round, away, so it's him okay. turning and running seems. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, Withering Touch would have actually been faster than him. But, yeah. Right. So he runs, I forgo my attack, I chase after. Yep. Make a Withering Touch. It is a 17. So I grab him, grab, yeah. I chase him out in the yard. Mm-hmm. Despite uh, maybe appearing a uh, soft and delicate lordling. Malsifer is uh, strong and quick and uh, full of life. I uh, chase this assassin down, snatch him. I think Withering Touch costs a year? Yeah, I don't remember what it is in the version you have. I've updated Withering Touch quite a bit, so um, we can roll with whatever one you want. Um, Withering Touch, one plus years. Mm-hmm. Similarly to spiritual weapon, where you so let's see by siphoning, leaving a trap, blah, linking, blah, 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 decay, living matter attached by giving up two years of their life. The caster causes D four over two. Yeah, Each doubling of years adds an additional one D four. Yeah, 
That's so, way nerfed. It's before way nerfed. It was, was it before D8? It was 2D6 for like one year flat, but this allows you to and I, make it stronger. So you can give up like eight years to do 3D4 or 16 years to do 44. Do you decide how many years to give up on a successful touch, or is this thing like you cast it before touching and then it stays charged in you for a certain uh, number of rounds? It's part of the touch, so you can mm -hmm. decide how many once the touch attack lands. So, okay. Yeah. I'm trying to give a rough estimate on how, so let's see. So it's D4 divided by two? Like D4, uh, D4 over, over two rounds. Two rounds, okay. Yeah, so how and many then years? four years would get 2D4. Right. Eight would be 3D4, 34. 16 would be 44, 32 would be 5D4. Yikes, I think... I guess it's not really worth spending more years than I'm going to get out of him, right? You can make that decision if you'd like. Yeah, but uh, let's play with it for now. That seems seems like a lot of years. That seems like a... I might need to. I might need to return it to D sixes. Or just oh yeah, turn it to D sixes. I think it should be D sixes. One year per yeah. D four. Yeah, let's know. turn it back to D sixes because I. It was D fours when it was one year, and then I doubled the casting cost and didn't change the damage. So, just change mm -hmm. all the fours to sixes. Yeah. So if I, I'll do three D six, which would right, so be, be eight six years. years. Eight six years. years. Two four eight years. Two four oh it's it doubles. Yeah yeah. Okay. Two four eight. Um, yeah, sure. Two, four, eight. It's three to six damage. Yeah, it's probably more than I'll get out of him, but uh, it's, it's a new ability. I'm kind of mad. Kind of mad that it's nerfed so bad? No, mad at this assassin. Oh, okay. So I'll go ahead and roll three, six. 11 points of damage over the next three so, rounds? Two rounds. It's still two over rounds. two. It's always yeah, two yeah. rounds. Okay. Always two rounds. Mm -hmm. um, so he'll take six the first round and five the second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's roll into the next round. Yeah. He rolls initiative to just run the fuck away, but the withering touch hits him hard, and he's mm -hmm. wounded with that one hack into the shoulder. His left arm isn't even working anymore. Even with the barnish, I'm slow. The hack uh, across his body is all fucked up. He's in I bad him, shape. I run him down. Uh, is there any ritual I would want to do with him while I've got him alive? I think uh, so he'll take... Steal He'll take five damage at the start on the start of your turn, which mm -hmm. doesn't quite kill him. You beat him okay. in initiative with your Bardish. Yeah. What do you want yeah. to do? It's hard for me to keep track of what uses there are for uh, these guys. Um. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Right. There's very few reasons to need a like. It's only like creating phantoms or creating... What is a... Is a ghoul a living sacrifice? A ghoul needs a fresh corpse. Okay. Freshly dead with an intact brain. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't think I need to... I think I'll just make an attack roll against him. Um... I think if I kill him, I probably—I mean, I'd take his take his life force. So maybe if I roll well, is just uh, decapitate him from the back. So plus two for back attack. Yep. A little plus four. No. Ooh. I'm gonna miss, but I think he provokes an OA by just by running, right? He does, because he's just taking a full fucking run right for 
the fence, right for the... the oh, um, yeah, that's right. A, a second attack will hit, though. 17 so definitely I, hits him as he pulls yeah. away from you. 10 damage should... Yeah, that should break that him down. That brings him to negative 4. He collapses to the ground. And I, yeah, Malsifer, like, strides up to the body and uh, decapitates it for its uh, life force. Right. His eyes flutter as the Bardish comes up and down swiftly. His head rolls from his shoulders. How many years does he have? He was a young man. Uh, so he has a life expectancy of... Uh, ooh, you gain eight years from him. Exactly ooh. what you spent on the Withering Touch. To the T. Yeah, nice. Except not enough to make up for the Unholy Strength, but that's fine. And, uh... Let's see, we've got a nice... We've got a freshly dead medium body with an intact brain. Mm-hmm. An assassin seems like a perfect candidate for a faster, smarter, more agile zombie. Mm. So it'll take a quarter of my max HP, or a quarter of, probably a quarter of max, right? For your spiritual armor? For, for a ghoul. Armor? A ghoul, yeah. Uh, no, it's one quarter HP, so you can make four ghouls with one HP. Oh. Yeah. That's not bad at all. No, it's really great. Um, but you'll notice their stat block, they are, um, they have less HP mm -hmm. than a, a regular zombie. Um, and their attack does way less damage and is worse to hit, but they uh, paralyzes. They will paralyze on a successful hit and a failed save. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So All if right. you want to raise this one, sorry, this one as a ghoul by himself, it'll cost one HP. But if you were to do up to four, if you were to do four bodies, you could use one for all of that. So, mm -hmm. one HP for every four or fraction thereof being raised yeah. at a time. We don't have three other fresh bodies, though. But... No, you could make them, but you don't have them on hand. All right. Uh... You can always make more fresh bodies. Okay, so I think we'll turn this assassin into a ghoul assassin. Let's search his person, see if he had anything of note. Mm -hmm. is, his knife, is his knife uh, a particular quality? Uh, it's a nice steel knife, yeah. I'll take uh, that for myself. You'll notice that the blade is steel. steel. This handle is silver uh, with inlaid turquoise and onyx, like a, a block of turquoise with like onyx zebra stripes through it. Is it magic? Uh, he wasn't I rolling take, with a bonus to hit or damage. Yeah, I put it on my belt for now. But it's still, it seems like it's silvered, right? Yeah, uh, the handle's silver. The blade is steel. Yeah. So I'll add that to my own belt. And uh, yeah, and then search him. Does he have a coin, coin purse? Does he have anything else? He does have a coin purse, yeah. 
Uh, it's filled mm-hmm. with silver and copper. Some of it, none of it is Gadian in nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, does he have any other possessions? Uh, let's any, see. Any notes? Any? Uh... There is a folded up piece of paper with a rough sketch of Malsifer's face on it. Um, you don't think it does you justice. <laughs> uh, the sigil of your house is also on it. Um, you read Gadian, don't you? Because you're an educated man. Yeah, I was so. Gadian and Eridonian. I oh, I'm sorry, I meant, I meant Eridonian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, on it, it says reward 20,000 copper um, or proof of this man's life. Or death, I guess. Is it signed by Pinespur? By, uh... Yes, sir. It has the... A, a seal similar to the last seal of Pinespur you saw, but that, that last seal has been handed down through the generations. Grayson, right? It was the name of the of that house? It or... is, but um, this isn't signed by a Grayson. It's using a similar stamp, but Grayson's name is not on it. Um, let me just open up my document real quick here. It's 20,000 copper, 200 gold. Yes. Seems like a low price for an assassin. Well, I guess this wasn't an assassin. It's just a bounty on a head, right? Yeah, black market. I think PCs have killed for less than 200 gold. Definitely. Seems like a reasonable sum of money in Dungeons and um, Dragons. Yeah, to be honest, nobles are usually worth 10 times that amount. Yeah, um, right. That's, but but Mousefer's not your average noble. Yeah, also, you'll notice that this paper doesn't have you marked as Lord Winter. It mm-hmm. just says Malsifer mm-hmm. Winter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's missing the honorifics. It's definitely, like, they're... 200 gold is the price that you would pay for killing a merchant. Yeah. Um, so this is sort of like insult to injury. They're yeah, not even and like... Lucifer crumples it up and mm-hmm. throws it out. Uh, is uh, Can I identify who sent it, though? Uh, yes. It is... Did I not name a new leader? I thought I named the new leader because it's definitely not Grayson. He's Deadsies. How'd that happen? Wasn't even me. Nope. Nope. Do, 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 do. Um. Ah, here we go. Oh, no, it's, he's fucking ancient. Uh, his name is <laughs> Ruxlin. And the hand, this uh, it's, it's sort of like a scrawl. Ruxlin and a stamp that is similar to the the Grayson stamp, but slightly different. Hmm. Um, Have I even heard of this house? Oh, it? yeah, Ruxlin. Uh, well, Ruxlin's not a, a house; it's an individual who oh. is the captain of the guard in Pinespur. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that Kel Ruxlin was born in the year fourteen oh four. He is over a hundred years old. This guy is like, you know, the ancient knight who sits in his armor and can't actually get up and fight. And he's like, he's the the captain of the guard, but it's like this title he's had for ages and he doesn't actually fight anymore. 
it's sort of just a, an honorific that's kept with him because the place has been so peaceful for so long that they didn't need a capable captain of the guard. Yeah. And the, the former count, knew, or um, Baron, was like in his 90s anyway, so they had known each other their whole lives. And outlived his, uh, his lord. Mm-hmm. And seemingly another. Oh, well. Melsfor crumples this note. Um, and prepares the body of the assassin. Unless there's anything else of note. Mm-mm. All right. Um, so we'll stitch back up. Make a ghoul assassin. That seems like a things like a useful thing to have, right? Yeah. Maybe maybe I'll uh, I'll bind his uh, his corpse to eternal servitude. Mm. Tried to assassinate me, and now he's got to be my protector. Mm. Uh, so one ghoul. Love yeah, it. One, one ghoul assassin. Love it. Is that how you spell assassin? Nope. Ass, it's ass, ass, ass in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Oops. Sweet. Uh, I give up one HP. I need to, I'll go see Lilith. Tell her that our uh, apothecary was a uh, was an assassin that I have wounds that need tending and that uh, she is to raid his cart for anything that is potentially useful. Suspect that most of it is, uh, is fake and useless, but uh, let me know. Has he been poisoning my villagers? Probably not. Probably just selling them oregano or whatever. Right. Um, my strength will drop to 11 for a day, which mm-hmm. shouldn't affect anything significantly. And eventually it will rise back to 14. Uh, all right, so Lilith will tend to your wounds, keep an eye on things for you. Someone will go and find his cart, which has been packed up in its folding case style thing, and is uh, parked near his boat, which is pulled up on the beach um, in an area where the cliffs aren't so bad, and you could actually get some supplies up it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cart gets brought back to town, and people Lilith will go through it and kind of claim it all for herself basically. Is anything useful, or is it all fake? Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like it's real material. You know, he's a good mm-hmm. assassin. He's He's got honest goods that he can sell, so he can go around and mm-hmm. do his work without attracting suspicion. Yeah. So we take his whole, uh, whole apothecary's cart, take yeah. his boat, yeah. Take his body, take his soul. And you've got the rest of the day to do whatever you want. That's your morning. That's your breakfast. <laughs> hmm. I think one ghoul is good enough work for today. We'll set to recovering. Okay. Um, the next morning, I need you to make me a con check. A con- oh, was I uh, poisoned? You I meant to ask about anti It crossed my mind, but I guess I didn't notice any symptoms, so I forgot about it the previous day. Yep. Lilith the onset time either. on this one is one day, and she couldn't notice it before it happened. So. Well, craps. Um, my con is only seven. Roll low, man. Every time I bring poisons, people pass their con checks really well. And it's Can I survive a poison? I've also got seven HP. I do roll low. Would you kill me with an assassin? I would. Um, so this is a necrotic poison. Um, while poisoned, you cannot recover HP from rest or natural healing. 
Um, every day, you make a saving throw. If you fail, you take one damage. For every three that you fail the DC by, you will take an additional damage, and you rolled really poorly here. Um, so this first round, so this first by day, eleven, right? So that's yeah. that's only three. So uh, that's wait, it's DC twenty-five. You didn't fail by eleven. Oh, it's DC twenty-five. Okay, I was assuming DC, it was DC yeah, twenty-one. Yeah. No, no, this is DC twenty-five. So you failed by sixteen, which is five points. Uh, six points of damage total. Six total or six additional? I have seven HP. <laughs> it should be. Uh, Actually, if you fail by one or a... two, you you take one. If you fail by three, you take two. So it should be six points total that you, okay. you lose. Did I? I and I did successfully uh, raise that guy as a ghoul yesterday, right? Yep. So I'm at zero. I think I am. I'm bedridden you... and unconscious until I can send for Lilith. I can't. Uh, when even... I click on your token, it shows you at seven HP. Seven, yeah. But one of those would have gone to the assassin, and six more get, get go to poison. Oh, to raising the. So assassin. I think Mousefur just doesn't get out of bed the next day and sends for Lilith. Right. So if you're at zero, then you then Lord Rosegrove sends for Lilith Rose, because yeah, you Rose don't Grove wake up that next day. You yeah. are like tossing and turning in your bed. And Lilith arrives and examines you. She's going to make a successful medicine check to see if she can figure out what's wrong with you. Yeah. Um, and, uh, she passes. She knows so she, I was assassinated, or an attempted assassination occurs. And, and she's seen his goods, and she can go through them and try to figure out what it is. Is it, um, uh, what are the chances that that anti-venom he was selling is any good? Um... So does Lilith get a? Is there? How do you cure someone of poison? Is it she just a con can check or give can, you can advantage on them? your con checks to mm-hmm. help you try and fight it off? But you're going to have to make the con checks on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, and since you don't gain HP, uh, well, let's just do it again with your your trained medic here. Give me a con check at advantage. Mm-hmm. Oh. Natural twenty. I didn't even need Lilith. Okay, you pass. I think so, that was a an appropriately heart thumping uh, dip into the world of poisons. We yeah. have seen their strength, but uh, Malsifer is young and strong. The dice gods are on his side, mm-hmm. so he's reduced to unconsciousness with the aid of uh, Lilith, a trained healer. What she... remedies are administered? Mm-hmm. He fights it off over the course of a day. Uh, you're poisoned for two days. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But the second one doesn't do. I take damage the first. The second one I pass my con check. You pass, so and then no in that damage m- is sustained. But it right. will take another day of unconsciousness before before I'm you heal. Yeah, yeah. So you you end up spending two full days completely out of commission, um, mm-hmm. and then waking up on the the third. I'm as of no consequence. Seasons don't matter. Mm-hmm. It's all winter up here, right? Mm-hmm. Lilith uh, is standing over your bed when you wake up. Lord Rosegrove is nearby, uh, pacing horribly. <laughs> Lilith wipes your forehead down and says, There, there. I've taken care of it. You, you should be fine. Just rest. You need your rest. Lord Rosegrove comes to your, your bedside and... I should have drained the assassin's life. That's what I. That's why uh, you need living people. Yes. 
We need a steadier supply of convicts and criminals, prisoners. To why? Drain their life? To drain their life. Why don't I guess you just, just one would be fine. <laughs> just drain them and let them rest and drain them and let them rest. Uh, I mean, you could take a couple years off of multiple villagers. Yeah. It's not years, it's HP, I'm right? sorry, you could take a couple yeah. HP off multiple vig- villagers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ask no. for blood donors. Because with just straight bed rest, I'm from zero to 22, and then I'm going to need to do spiritual armor. Yeah, totally. Oh, so Mouser wakes up, and he's like, I've been poisoned. And today, like, yeah, Rosegrove and uh, Lilith will... It's okay, you're going to be better. And I mentioned, mm-hmm. how long have I been out? Two days. <sighs> Tell the people of uh, Winter's Reach that uh, their Lord Winter has survived the assassination. But it was a close thing. Those of uh, most loyal that can uh, spare to donate some of their strength to their lord. Uh, bring them to me. Lord Rosegrove immediately goes down on both on one knee and uh, puts himself at your bedside and says, I, I have strength to spare, my lord. Do I have to bite like a vampire or is it just like a through the no. skin? Yeah. Uh, I think you need to touch their blood somehow. Yeah. I guess you could bite them like a vampire if you wanted. I don't uh, particularly but want of, to, but uh, yeah. let me... Right, blood needs to be spilt. Yeah, you, I think you need to be in touch with their blood. Um, once started, they can be channeled without having to pay the casting cost again. The target must be bound, restrained, held, willing, or otherwise not resisting the caster. Physical contact must be maintained. I guess it's not specified in there, but you do need to touch... Um, yeah. What if they're at full life and you want to start this like in combat? It just says physical contact must be. Yeah, I guess so you don't you need just, to like, touch go, their you... blood. Then you can just you can just do it right through the skin. That's like fine. a grab attack. Yeah, yeah. So I think I reach out and I grab Lord Rosegrove's forearm where he has the mark, mm-hmm. and I yeah dig my strong hands into his into his marked forearm mm-hmm. and siphon away an HP. You can drain... Uh, for every two HP you drain from him, you gain one. Yeah. Do we know um, how many HP Rosegrove has? I think you can tell... Like, you can stop the process before you kill someone. Yeah. Um, and you'll learn that he's got six HP. Okay. So you can drain... Which, so I think I would drain... Do I accidentally drain him into unconsciousness? Is that how That's I find up to out you. how much HP? Yes. <laughs> you might get carried away with it since I you're so, so wounded. I think I think knowing how much HP a creature has through this shouldn't be a guarantee. I think there isn't there already. There's already a no lifespan. Mm-hmm. There's no like detect HP or anything like that. Uh, Maybe I... through a no lifespan, it would be like an ability to. Uh, so by tasting the blood of the creature. Maybe you can add to that no lifespan spell by tasting the blood of the creature. You can you know, know its lifespan and know how much HP they have left. I don't know. I, I like that. You know how long its natural life 
life or is make another ability. And but I think it seems how... fine to like drain life and not. I mean, because if you're doing this in combat, it doesn't seem fair to be able to use it to know how much HP a creature has. Right. No, so I like I think... that. We'll, we'll modify no lifespan to just know how much HP a creature has. So as you start to drain his life, he begins to cough and sort of like wither a little bit before you. Not like age, but you, you can like see him begin to shrivel slightly. His lips get all wrinkly. His mm-hmm. fingers look like they've been submerged in water. Um, and he begins to cough up a little bit of blood over the three mm-hmm. rounds that you drain from him. Yeah, and I think Malsifer gets carried away and like to go from zero HP now up to up to three or whatever. Up three, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So And at a certain point like, Lord ah, Rosegrove ah. just falls unconscious and Lilith has to like and tend to him to keep him from dying. Too, and he like lets go. Lord Rosegrove. Oh. And uh, uh I think days slip by. Mouse for I guess he can get it out of bed at this point. Sure. Rosegrove takes a turn napping. I think the next day he'll probably start going into town to round up. Uh, oh, well, Lilith goes into town and she gets some volunteers for you. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, there are there are many people here that are quite loyal to you. Uh, firstly, let me just mark this down. Uh, Hannibal, the blacksmith, mm-hmm. comes to you. Hannibal is the hunter. The blacksmith. I'm sorry, the hunter. Name. Jason is the blacksmith. He comes to you yeah. too as well. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. None of these people. None of these people. Uh, definitely not Tomas. He's too afraid. Uh, Norman the carpenter comes to mm-hmm. you as well. Yeah. And Edgar the Lumberjack. Okay. So that's uh, one, I don't two, think three, I want to drain people. each of them. Uh... That was three more people? That's four people. Hannibal, Jason, Edgar, Norman. Jason, Edgar, Norman. Okay. Four people. If I do two HP each, that's only four HP. This could take some time. Mm-hmm. Well, the blacksmith has eight HP. He's a, a strong man, mm-hmm. so you can get you can drain six of it if you want for three. Is it shitty to walk around at two HP? Yeah, it's super shitty. Do you want to yeah, only drain? If you're, wa- if, you're only, if you're walking around at four, are you more likely to come back and donate again later? <laughs> or is it better to just get it all out of the way at once? I don't. Uh, I think mechanically it doesn't matter. So I'll drain them all down to one or two HP. Okay. So we'll say I you won't get, knock any of them unconscious. You'll get um, three and two and one is six. And two is eight. So you'll get eight uh-huh. that day from these people, plus the three from Rosegrove. So you should be at 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would have cost you five years. Oh, it takes years of life to do that, It takes that, one year it? per person that you cast upon. Oh, yeah. okay. So there is an advantage to draining in one go. Yeah. Okay. How many is one? So that's five one people. So, okay. All right. I think we'll stop with that one round, but we may call these, uh, call these men again. I will reward them all with uh, Gadian silver. Well, how much silver do you pay them? I don't actually, we've kind of lost track of counting. Okay. I started with 10 pounds and then I turned that over to Hannibal 
to compensate people for their livestock. Okay. I don't know how much of it is left. I've kind of given up on ever really having it. It was more meant to be the local. That's uh, fair. So I think I just tell. Uh, I would probably have to tell Hannibal you know, to pay all of these men uh, in Gadian silver for their loyalty. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's properly rationing the supply or if he's a crummy accountant and all the Gadian silver is spent and he just tells me that he'll pay these people out and he. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yep, you don't know, and it's better not to ask. <laughs> Maybe I'll just delete that Canadian silver from my character sheet. <laughs> it's definitely okay. all spent. Yeah. Yep. Okay, and then we'll and then we'll rest. Rosegrove will rest as well. Mm-hmm. We'll recover. Um, I can't raise the dead and get complete bed rest at the same time. Right. So I think we're gonna have a week of uh, bed rest recovery while Lilith sees to. Uh, Cease to our health. Well, I think this is where we should probably stop for the day. Seems like a good stopping point. Mm -hmm. Are we going to skip any days ahead, or are we just going to leave at 11 HP? Um, I believe we might might go a few days ahead. I'm not sure when, but trouble is brewing, as it always is here in Gadia. Will they never learn? They will never. Uh, so that is it for Dicing with Death today, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, the Necromancer class will eventually be released publicly, but for now, we're going to keep it a secret. You got to uh, get your necromancy fix here on Dicing with Death. Yeah. Eventually, the whole thing will be released. Once once Malcifer hits like level 12 or something, then we'll then we'll release it. So we're like halfway there, right? Level six is halfway to 12. Yeah. Yeah. That's how time think... works, right? Yeah. I don't think we're quite ready for level seven. Mm-mm. But, uh, yeah. Halfway but at there. level seven, you get, what is it? Necrograph? Is that coming at seven? Oh, do I? We can finally make the uh, blacksmith a uh, hole mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to um, reattach an arm to the blacksmith. Um, there's also skeletal specialist and nightmare, nightmare. zombies. And soul, and soul siphon. Does that allow you to drain souls out of living creatures? Uh, yeah, it allows you to no, it um, drain years out of living creatures. Instead of having to drain years out of a person and then give it to yourself and use it to power your spells, soul siphon allows you to just like I'm going to sacrifice this person and immediately take their soul and apply it to the spell that I'm casting. And Hmm. it is twice as effective. So you get two years, uh, two spell points, spell, Hmm. two years of lifespan for every force. You use a living. Okay. You'll use a living person and it's more efficient in that capacity. Um, Mm -hmm. But you can't like, you know, you can overkill if you need five years and that person gives you 20, you just waste the other, whatever. Uh, Cool. So that is it for Dicing with Death. We will see you next week at the same deadly time in the same deadly place. Later today, we, mm-hmm. later today, we will have Rise of the Dragon Queen. Tomorrow morning, we will have a Cuban Knights who are starting off in a precarious, precarious combat situation. Uh, good luck to them. And that's it for us. Thanks for watching. We'll see y'all next time. Bye-bye.